What's up, y'all? Welcome to Gold Dirty Bastards uh, 49ers special, end of season special. Uh, Joined tonight with my co-host, Big Leo415. See down below. And a very special guest, uh, Javier Vega. Uh, You might have known him from the uh, Fourth and Gold podcast. Fourth and Gold podcast, that is. Go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about that, Javi. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Yeah, the Fourth and Gold podcast, we just finished our third season. Um, Unfortunately, without a Super Bowl. Uh, So three years. Uh, doing that over almost 200 episodes so we're you know we're we're gonna keep churning out some more content it's draft season now so you'll see us pop up with some prospects from senior bowl or just stuff guys from the uh, combine and shrine bowl you know whatever i can get my hands on i'm gonna try to bring that to y'all but uh thanks for having me guys i appreciate y'all yeah man we've been trying to link this up for uh for a minute you know schedules yeah. it's hard enough to get our our core three on this show uh, with Womack fucking moving all the time, I don't know what he's he's, I don't know what he's doing right now. He's Apparently ducking moving. me. He's ducking me. He's ducking. Uh, he doesn't want to hear the Jimmy smoke. He doesn't want the smoke about Jimmy G. Uh, but shit, let's get right ahead and get on into the. Uh, let's start off with breaking down this Niner Rams game. We didn't get a chance to do it. We had some scheduling issues. We were supposed to do it like the Monday after, and just kept getting you know, running into roadblocks here and there. But um, shit, Plus, why don't you give me your take? On um on what you saw that Sunday championship Sunday, um, just tell me your thoughts on the game in general, Jimmy's performance, and and I know it was a sucky way to end the season, but yeah, I mean it's a it's a terrible way to end the season. I wasn't too comfortable going into it just because it's hard to beat a team three times in a row, but this in this case it would have been seven times in a row. So there's that mm-hmm. kind of working against you. Um, then kind of just all the all the hype all week was like, oh, Levi South, this and that. And the third, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's still somebody else's home stadium. Like, it, it sounded like it was 50-50 split. Shout out to my guy, Jason Aponte. He got to go to the game. He said it was pretty pretty much 50-50 in the stadium. Um, but as far as the game goes, um, the recipe to, to beat the Niners over the last three years when Jimmy Garoppolo was a quarterback is to force him to throw the ball, right? It's At points in the game, you were seeing six, seven, eight, maybe nine man fronts to force them to kind of check out of these run calls and, you know, make Jimmy throw the ball. Um, what I wasn't expecting was the confusion on the offensive line. You know, anyone who went back and watched the tape, you saw several times where Lake and Tomlinson and, and Alex Mack are running into each other. The only person mm-hmm. that knew what they were doing was uh, Trent Williams, big surprise, you know, the best player on our team knows what he's doing. Um, offensively, they just got stuck, right? Like you can't, you're not going to win a game when your leading rusher is Debo Samuel for seven, seven carries for 26 yards. Like, and then Debo Samuel is also your leading receiver, uh, four receptions for 72 yards and a touchdown. Like you're not going to win that way. And we all know the formula for, for success for the Niners in 2021 was for them to be over 40% from third downs. They were three of nine on third downs. You can't, you don't earn the right to run the ball when you're three of nine on third down. Um, you don't have time. You lose the time of possession by over, Almost 10, 10 minutes, so that's another part of it. Um, it was it was a surprise that the Niners were even up ten to seven at halftime, right? That game was clearly dominated by the Rams. They were more physical at the point of attack. They were more physical on both lines, um, and the Niners were lucky to be in that position to be at ten seven. Yeah, there was a right? huge time possession too on the on the Rams yeah. side too. Right, they would have you know, and then every third down you can imagine the Rams were getting the Rams were. Um, 11 of 18 on third down. You can't get off the field, so there's yours, your time of possession. Now, you know, the offense has been – now this is where people don't want to hear it, but Jimmy Garoppolo was absolutely terrible 
in the playoffs. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. From Dallas to Green Bay. You hear that, woman? Yeah. Yeah, 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 terrible. yeah. The Niners had four offensive touchdowns in 29 offensive series in the playoffs. Four offensive touchdowns in 29 offensive series. Yeah. Just do the math in your head, right? Then you add in one of those offensive series was off a turnover from K1 Williams in Dallas, and Debo takes the first play uh, after the turnover for a touchdown. Like, that's one of them. So, really, they were three of 28. If you, you know, if you want to just take away that one play score from Debo Samuel, it was a very stagnant offense. And the recipe yeah. to defeat the Niners was to make Jimmy Garoppolo throw the ball. Now, exactly. I'm not trying to shit on Jimmy Garoppolo um, as he's out the door because he did make some plays, right? He made a few plays in the Dallas game to kind of seal it. He made the plays to seal the game against Green Bay to kind of get them into field goal position. But this is the problem with Jimmy Garoppolo over his tenure. Um, this offense should not look so hard to operate with the talent that's on this team, right? You should be able to move the ball the way – move the ball at will when you have a guy like Debo, you have a guy like George, you have a guy like Ayuk. Right, it should mm-hmm. not be so stagnant, and it shouldn't be so hard for it just to move up and down the field. And you, you lose, you know, you're losing time of possession because uh, you can't convert on third and five, or third and seven, or third and eight because you got behind the chains because you had a drop pass here or you had a near interception there. Um, you know, it's for for the cost of what he is to get 20 touchdowns out of him as a, as a passer and 12 interceptions. That's not worth it to me. Like it's just mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, yeah. part. Part of me is happy the season's over. Like I'm glad this this whole Garoppolo era is over. Thank you for the wins. I appreciate yeah. some of the good times. But at the end of the day, I am a re- process person. Like the results are great. Yeah. Cool, you got wins. But how did you get there? And going into this season, I had this team going 10, 11 wins and being a first round bounce because I didn't believe in the quarterback. Because the process to get to those 10, 11 wins was exactly the formula Kyle Shanahan drew up week to week: thirty five runs, twenty passes. Control time possession, control third downs, and if one of those one of those four things was out of whack, you weren't winning games. Yeah, and Kyle Shanahan should be applauded for getting squeezing all the juice out of that orange that is Jimmy Garoppolo to get all those wins out of him. Now, granted, in this time, Jimmy had plenty of you know he had a couple of really good moments, a couple of Arizona games, the New Orleans games, but really when we think about it, we only point to like four. Yeah, I mean definitely. that's just kind of how it is. And then this Rams game. I couldn't put too much on the defense, right? The defense carried this team all year, right? When you needed yeah. one of your other one of your other units to step up, the offense didn't do it. Special teams did it versus Green Bay. Defense held it down in Dallas. Defense held it down most of the season. But I need a Kyle Shanahan led offense with a four year quarterback who's been in the system for four years to be better, right? Kyle was mm-hmm. fine. You go back and watch the film. This guy's wide open everywhere. Jimmy just didn't pull the trigger. And that's why we lost the game. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that one, Mac? You hear that one, Mac? I agree with pretty much everything you said. Long answer, but it's just. No. It deserves deserves a proper context, right? Because Twitter can only have 280 characters, right? And the David David Lombardi's of the world will give you an EPA stat that really means nothing. Cool. You got a really high EPA score off a screen pass. Yeah. It doesn't make sense because the rest of the play is carried by an 80 yard reception from the wide receiver or the running back. Like that's just how EPA works. And it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't show the proper reflection of the quarterback. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people like, Oh yeah, we can't replace the guy. No, they'll be fine. They will be fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, the only thing you can say about Jimmy G is uh, once Jimmy G came to the, uh, to the Niners is that you can tell that uh, the Niners uh, are, are trying to, are, are putting the, the pieces together for, 
a winning team. Uh, they got Jimmy, you know, out of uh, out of that trade with New England. And I mean, it, you know, we went to the Super Bowl. Uh, we lost last Sunday, but it just shows you that they got the right defense. That run solid for the Niners. Get a quarterback that's a little bit better than Jimmy G. You could you could be back in the Super Bowl next season with Trey Lance. You know, and, and why and why do you think I said I wanted Trey Lance all season long? Because he yeah. just had to be as good or slightly better than yeah. Jimmy. And the throws Jimmy or is was making wide open down the middle, and he couldn't complete half of those. Uh, slant route is pretty much his bread and butter. It seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, so when teams take away that, they load up eight in the box. They take that away. Like Javi said, you make Jimmy beat you with his arm, which is what the Chiefs did in the Super Bowl and yeah. what the Rams did uh, a couple weeks back. Yeah, yeah. He he struggles. Yeah. And, and you take away the great defense. You take away the run game, and it's all on Jimmy's shoulders, and he collapsed. And you see it with the stats. He was, what, minus eight yards on the last two drives, uh, an interception. I, I don't know the specifics, but it was something he, something ugly like that, one of six yeah, or something. His quarterback rating in the fourth quarter was 4.2. His rating was 4.2, right? And Jimmy Jimmy historically has the worst playoff fourth quarter rating in the NFL, in NFL history. I think it's like 18.3 or something like that. It's super low. You can't win games like that. Yeah. Um, uh, well. right? And, you know, to shoot to shoot Jimmy some bail, I, I will I will give you – I'll push back a little bit on the Lance stuff because there are things situationally that I think Lance isn't ready for, right? Like, Agreed. Uh, End of half stuff, end of game stuff, um, you know, goal line situations like those things are gonna, those things are going to come with the reps, and that's I agree with you that he should have played. Um, so could they have gone to an NFC Championship game? I don't know. Right? It's not a guarantee. It's not. This yeah. is definitely not a guarantee. Yeah. I just feel it's like the throws Jimmy was making, uh, a, a, a Trey Lance with ten games under his belt could make, uh, and some of that situational football by by week eight, week yeah. ten, he'd be <clears> ready. <throat> and, and I think they're more po- more potent at the goal line with the Trey Lance than they are a Jimmy G. Um, now, now what I seen from Shanahan with that first game, uh, the, the play calling was strange uh, with, with Trey in there. Uh, I think he needs to get a little bit more comfortable with what he's able to do. I think he thought he might be a little faster than he was, you know, because uh, Trey's fast, but he's not like a Lamar Jackson. The, the plays he had him running was similar to like Lamar Jackson type of stuff, in my opinion. Um, and I don't think he's that fast, but what I like about Trey is I like already what I've seen in two small, two games, small sample size. Uh, when the play breaks down, he's looking to make a play downfield or take off and run. Now, I think that could have been a huge factor in this Rams game because Jimmy G, when the play breaks down, he doesn't have the best pocket presence. He steps, he doesn't really step up into the pocket. He kind of just gets that twirl around and gets scared a little bit. Now Trey's a rookie, so I don't know how. That's why I can't say I guarantee we'd make the playoff, the, the the NFC Championship game. But I think we'd have a pretty damn good shot, you know, because this you, you have that defense to lean on. A lot of people talk about, well, you had Trevor Lawrence performances, you had Justin Fields performances terribly during the season. Yeah, but that that they weren't they didn't have this roster around them. They didn't have the good receivers, the tight end, the running back. The supposedly good coach. I mean, he's a good coach. I'll give him that. He's a good coach. Situationally, he's not the best. But they have pieces around. They have. We have the defense that Trey could lean on, where none of these other guys have that. So that that was my argument against a lot of people as well. Like, well, look at how bad this guy did. Look at you can't really compare them. It's kind of apples to oranges. Yes, they're rookies, but they're in totally different setups. Like you look at a Mac Jones. He had all the pieces around him. He was already deemed as the most NFL ready. Um, 
Now, I said all season, I, I'm not huge on Mac Jones. I think he's way closer to his ceiling than he than, than Trey Lance is, you know. Um, he's already more of the proven product, but but I could see him not progressing much in his career. I don't know. I, I, that's just my opinion. I think Trey has the better ceiling, of course, and I think Trey will be end up being a better quarterback. Look at how great Jimmy G looked in that uh, Belichick offense. Look at how great Matt Castle won 11 games in that <laughs> Bill Belichick offense. So I, I don't think a lot of the people that were touting uh, Mac Jones were 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 right all the way. Uh, they weren't asking him to do much. Not not too many deep ball. There it was it was similar to a Jimmy G game plan. But I will say he's more um, efficient than Jimmy G. Than Jim G already as a rookie. Just my my take on that. Well, yeah, I mean, I I think Lance is in the best situation, right? Any any of these rookie quarterbacks would have been in the best situation going to San Francisco, right? I think you could have gotten a Trevor Lawrence, and he would have probably started right away, right? Mac and and Mac would probably start right away, and we probably might have been in the same situation we're in now, but you're close to that ceiling. Uh, Justin Fields, probably. Yeah, Justin Fields would have been fine here too, but he just has an elongated delivery, slower processor, so that kind of doesn't help him out. Lance is Lance is going to take time to develop. Um, mm-hmm. I just the throws are there, and it's not it's 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 more about the processing, right? Does he see it fast enough? And that's part of it. And when it comes to, um, I think uh, what's his face who does the um, QB school, he was like. He mentioned it on the Kittle interception against uh, Houston. He said arm arrogance. Lance has some arm arrogance to him because he knows he has the the ability to throw. Now, when it comes no to doubt. Lance's ability to run, he doesn't. This is where he, this is where the transition from D two to the NFL is really tough because the speed of the game is so much faster. So he mm-hmm. yeah, he can run away from guys like me and you at D two schools, but he's not going to run <laughs> away from guys in the NFL. Justin Reed. Yeah. You know, yeah, we, we all know that. Eric Reed's brother's fast, and, and you know we saw what that looks like. So he's not, he's not, he's not um, comfortable with that kind of stuff yet, right? You're not asking to do that. And I don't, I didn't view Lance as a rushing quarterback. I, I viewed him as a pocket quarterback who can move, right? Yeah, he yeah. Really in the pocket to allow um, some expansive stuff to happen, right? Anything second reaction, third reaction plays where he doesn't like what he sees and he's able to move around and boom, make a play. It's like that goal line situation. We're not goal line situation. We're at, they were at the two versus Houston. You had two slants up top, one to Kittle, one to, uh, to uh, Jennings, and he didn't like what he saw. He extends a play in the pocket, rolls out, and he fires one to Ayuk. And those are the type of things that you want from him. Um, is he able to take off? Yeah, the Arizona game. I think the Arizona game showed you exactly what Kyle Shanahan thought of Trey Lance, the passer. He thought he wasn't ready, and that was clear um, because he – you know, he called the way he called the game the way he called it. I, I got some questions on that though. Like, what do you think about not taking some of those field goals? I mean, you got a rookie QB on the road. Get the guy some points. I yeah, I understand I the aggressive. His fourth his fourth down calls have been strange all year. I'll be honest with you. In my opinion, he's either too aggressive at the wrong time, or I mean, I guess if they're successful, of course it's going to look great. We won't be having this conversation. <laughs> but to me. I don't know. I if you got a rookie QB on the road in his first start, you take some field goals early on. Yeah, yeah. I would have taken some of those field goals too. Yes, um, <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, it was only a 10-17 game, right? Um, mm-hmm. But the the fourth down aggressiveness shows you kind of what he thought of him as a runner. Like he's like, okay, we can make these plays, we can get these things. I think there was a couple of things that were hic- that had a few hiccups in it, um, but I think having him run as much as he did is just telling you how much of a passer. 
that Kyle didn't think he was yet. Like he just doesn't see it. And this is where I give the pushback of, yeah, Lance wasn't ready. Right. Yeah. It's like, no, there's no trust. Like that's what he seemed yeah. like. Whether, whether yeah, he know. had the stats or not in the beginning of the year or in training camp, he probably still wouldn't have been ready because the, the speed of the game is what it is. Um, so when he gets into a game against Arizona at the time was undefeated had one of the better defenses. So you're asking this guy to, Hey, Rook, it's your first start in a year and a half. We're going up against J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones. Oh, by the way, Buda Baker's over there. Uh, Byron Murphy's <laughs> over there. We're going to ask you to read this defense, make one or two reads and go, and it just wasn't there for him. You saw him hesitate. He did make some really good throws in that game, but that's the stuff That's the stuff that's going to come with more reps. So that's where I give a little bit of pushback to where I think Kyle made the right decision with sticking with Jimmy throughout the whole year. Yeah, but at the end, it cost him an NFC title. Yeah. You know, it cost him an NFC title because Jimmy wasn't going to get you over the hump if your special teams can't get it done, if your defense yeah. can't get it done. If exactly, um, and the problem is Kyle had it wide open in that NFC title game. It was there's guys open everywhere. Like I don't know how Hell many yeah. the Rams had in that game, and Jimmy just missed. Nice, Whether he yeah. didn't throw the ball or he threw the ball and he overshot somebody just to pass the Kittle to start the game. It was a clear miss. He did it in Green mm-hmm. Bay. He did it well. No, Green Bay won. Kittle dropped, but yeah, uh, reversal. Yeah, he, he missed the he missed Kittle in the beginning of that Rams game. Mm-hmm. Those are big, big plays, right? Um, and that's the issue with Jimmy, and that's that's ultimately why he's no longer on this roster. I know technically he's on the roster, but that's is why you went and got the upgrade that you wanted to go get. This is why they spent the last three years looking for a replacement. Like this stuff doesn't pop up out of nowhere. They, you know, after the Super Bowl. You would think after the Super Bowl, there's no QB rumors or QB chatter. Nope. Here's Tom. Here's Dak. Here's Aaron. And then they decided to roll it back with him in 2020. Obviously gets hurt. And all we heard up until the draft was every quarterback with two arms and two feet and able to throw a football was connected to the Niners. And they finally landed on Trey Lance. So yeah. um, I, I thank Jimmy Garoppolo for his time here. Cool. Great for the wins. Appreciate all that. But the process of him was so frustrating to watch. When you know there's so much more in this offense that is being left on the table every yeah. game, every week, it's so frustrating. And, and and the turnovers. Um, we're all saying like Lance, you know, would be a little careless with the ball, possibly to make some dangerous throws. But Jimmy was making those same interceptions. So, I mean, we could we could go on this all day. Um, like you said, we, we'll never we'll never have a definitive answer. It never ends like go with Jim. I just wish I would. I wish we would have got a chance to see it. You know. I, I wish he would have – Kyle would have took a little bit of a chance. And I get that some of the vets were, were pulling for Jimmy. You're, they're supposed to. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. They're going to yeah. pull for Jimmy. And, you know, they were giving some pushback on, on Trey from what I heard, uh, some rumors. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But we got a fresh start next year. We, we get Lance uh, in there with the full training camp, hopefully, if, unless you buy some of these Brady rumors, which we can get to in a minute. I don't know. Bring me Tom. Bring me Tom. So you you're, you you would you would be for that? I would be for whatever gets us a Super Bowl. I agree. Right at this point I'm in down. my fandom, at at this point in my fandom and this, I, it's all about. I have no like no. I don't really have an attachment to players anymore. The only yeah. players I'm attached to are no longer on this team: Frank Gore, mm-hmm. Jerry Rice, Steve Young, those guys. The guys yeah. that are on this roster. They are viewed as assets and transactions. Unfortunately, that's the business of football. Exactly. Yep. That's a, it's all the business. That's the way you got to look at it. If it, means, if it means Trey has to sit one more year and we can get into a Super Bowl with Tom Brady and win one, okay, Why cool. Why not? Yeah. Right? That's, that's also what that's also what we're here for, right? We want a Super Bowl. 
right? Yeah. I get it. There's no guarantee that Trey even gets us 10 wins. Yeah, this is true. where I get this yeah. is where I get the pushback of like um, you know, some folks are like, yeah, Trey's gonna be the guy, we're gonna win multiple Super Bowls. I will remind you, Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl, Drew Brees has one Super Bowl, Peyton Manning has two Super Bowls. The only guy that has some outrageous number of Super Bowls is Joe and Tom. Yeah, that's it. I'll I would say the same thing, you know what I'm saying? When we got when you know when Steve took over Joe Montana. You know, I remember being as a kid. Oh, for sure, we win in the next five, six Super Bowls. So, you know, so, it never happened. So yeah, what's up, Cello? Hold on, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up with it? Hey man, just chilling. Uh, what we're talking about right now is, uh, would you take Tom Brady uh, on this team right now and let Trey Lance sit a year? Talking about the Zolar thing. Been yeah, it's just the year. rumors. There's been a bunch of rumors going yeah, on. Right. Just, just right. rumors at this point. But I will say, I kind of feel there's some where there's smoke, there's fire. Because you had Tom Brady wanting to come here a couple years ago. Uh, you know, the the Bucks. I would say we have a better shot at a, a Super Bowl right now, the roster, current roster, than Tampa Bay. So I think he understands that as well. Uh, AB's gone. There's a bunch of drama Good left stop. from him. Uh, Gronk's a year older. Uh, you know, um, so I don't know. Go ahead, give yeah, us your no, take I, on that. I completely agree. Uh, I was thinking the same thing when I read the report earlier. I mean, think about it. It's his childhood team, no less, uh, on top of all the facts that you just stated. Just you know what I mean? What's that? What did you say, Leo? I got booted. I came oh. back. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, my shit was, like, stuck, frozen, so... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, I mean, what you said already was one thing. I mean, he's not going to like, you know, a bottom feeder. He's going right to a situation where he can win immediately. You know what I mean? And this basically what we all thought was the twilight of his career now is over. You know, of course he would think about that. I mean, there's no way you couldn't think hard about that. You know what I mean? It's like I said already, it's your childhood team. You know what I mean? And, and like you said previously, he, the first thing he thought, you know what I'm saying, let me go back home. You know what I mean? I, I want to help this franchise win a team as a loaded defense. I got young stars that I can work with, you know what I mean? And, uh, I mean, you know what, it's a better time, and it's an opportunity to go ahead and try to see what would have happened in 2020 had we got a hold of him. Because I personally think he came to us, that's his career. All the injuries we suffered that year, everybody's like, well, look, you, you know, the narrative around you know the country of people that that watch football though you guys passed up on a sure thing you would have got a ring and then you've seen the debacle that happened in 2020 so um i think it's an opportunity to go ahead and get a mulligan you know what i mean and go ahead and snatch the man up and see what we can do with it um do i think that would hamper trey lance's development it would slow it a little bit but you know what he missed a year you know and yeah. how would how could he not benefit from tutelage of one of the best in their generation, you know what I mean? And I still, you know, we go, we, we, we go back and forth with other people that talk about he's the GOAT. I say he's the greatest of his generation because you can't really compare, you know what I mean, these two guys in there, you know, and of course the narrative is Joe's the best, but you can't really compare it You can because of different things. Maybe Joe would have won fucking 30 rings. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, you know, different set of rules. Joe didn't have a rule named after him. I will say that. Like we said in a previous, <laughs> in a previous show, that you know he never took a hit clean like that from Jim Burke. I mean, who, who knows what Joe did? Joe never take that hit. Who knows what Joe would have done? I definitely would say that he would have been with us more a Super Bowls. Years. He would would have been with us a few more years, and Steve would have had to wait, or he would have got traded. Either way, I'm just saying we would have been the only one. 
I'm pretty damn sure he doesn't take a hit like that. We got we're the only team in the history of the NFL with a three peat. You know what I'm saying? So that that's that's my two cents on that. But um, to go ahead and be fortunate enough with the team that you have now, and all you really have to do, let's be honest, you draft another corner, you know, Safe. with some ball hawking, you know, or a safety. You know, I'm good with a safety too. You know, but we need a ball hawker. We don't need a heavy hitter. You know what I mean? And that's what I think has been our issue these last couple of years. Kwaski's a heavy hitter, and he's got, you know, great range when it comes to coverage. You know what I mean? Jimmy's a heavy hitter. He's a thumper, let's be honest. We I'm need not a, a Jimmy we're, we're not Jimmy. Me and Womack ain't Jimmy War, guys. Well, Jeez. you know, you can say what you will, but he panned out, you know what I mean, eventually. You know what I'm saying? So, mm, I don't know right. about that busted play against the Packers. He got bailed out. You can't take away his accomplishments, man. What does he, he accomplish? He doesn't have he doesn't Jimmy have a big, bro. He's he's helped us out of hell. Like you can't. He's he a hitter. I'll give him that. He's a hitter. I like that. He's a thumper, bro. You know what I but mean. But the coverage honest, skills are lacking at times. Oh, no, they're not. Yes, yes. He's helped us out of hell of shit, bro. You know what I mean. Let's Jimmy come on. Ward, Jimmy, here. Jimmy, what? Okay, so Jimmy Ward might not get a, might not get the interceptions. You can only yeah. get interceptions if you're thrown at. There's a reason he doesn't get thrown at. His exactly. coverage is elite. He is yeah. a top five coverage safety. Oh no, man! Argue with all with my boy. That is <laughs> Jimmy Ward is the elite coverage safety. Uh, I will. Yeah, yeah. Please. Probably with Cell uh, though. He said, "Learn under the tutelage of, of Tom Brady." Someone mm-hmm. had said something in my comments earlier, like, "Well, Jimmy Garoppolo was under him." Like that's a different circumstance, right? Yeah. Tom. Yeah. Tom probably had another ten years in him, right? Jimmy's an eight year eight. So yeah, mm-hmm. Tom still has eight years. That's eight years. Tom is at the end of it. He's like, look, I can get one here and teach this kid something. He wasn't yeah. trying to teach me when he was in New England. No. That's a different situation. So I, no. am, I'm all for it. If, if Tom wants to come yeah, and it yeah. means Trey's got to sit and you keep Trey still because ultimately the only way you get Tom is to keep Trey, right? I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, we're going to trade Trey. No. 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 I'm no. getting Tom to keep Trey. And for, for some reason, if, if Tom falls off a cliff with his play, you still have Trey. Right, it's still you still have your insurance. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. And and and, and they're talking about now they're talking about a straight up trade for Brady Brady for Garoppolo. Jimmy. Well, what does uh, Brady make? Does anybody know what he makes per year? He would be so if they were to trade for him, it's only the Niners would only have the Niners would incur ten million dollars of his cousin. Okay, all right. And the Niners would have the whatever a dead cap of one point four on Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, I will say this. I don't think a trade is realistic here. I think this is all dependent on the designation that Tampa Bay gives him, right? Do they give him mm-hmm. the reserve retired designation and they have the rights to him, right? And then that trade kind of becomes different than because no one knows if he's going to come out of retirement, right? You don't know what you don't have, right? Yeah, so, like, right. well, the Niners are like, well, we'll give you a six for this for this title, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they would have the rights to him. But they can also release him. Yeah, I think that would, they would do him a solid. I, I think. I think yeah. they would do him a solid. Or they can do a post June one trade and have really no dead cap hit on Tampa in Tampa on the, on the Tom Brady stuff. So I went and did some research on it. It was, it's, okay. it's wild conversation. I ultimately, I don't think it happens. I really don't think it happens, but mm-hmm. if it, if it's something that's in the, in the universe and it's like, Hey, Tom wants to go home, be with his parents, San Mateo, you have to, you have to at least entertain the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Lynch has to answer that phone call. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like if Trey's struggling, let's say week five, and you know what I'm saying, I wouldn't be surprised to make a phone call like, yo, Brady, you in the bag? Uh, I think it's kind of too late at that point. I think it would have to be before the season. Yeah, that would have to be something before the season. Like they have, because Tampa has certain things, and there's a 
there's the way the contract's written, like if he's still under the, the Tampa Bay's roster or their their uh retired reserve list stuff, like he has it has to be a certain date. There's like there's cutoffs for all this stuff, but yeah. Um to get you know, from I would understand if the Niners decided to go Tom Brady. Like at the at the end of the day, yep. like I, as a franchise, like there's one thing for anyone who's paid attention to the Niners the last five years, that's one thing about this front office and, and Kyle. They don't give a shit about players. They really don't. Like I, I when I when I say that's that, that's the way you have to be. When I say that, I, I say that as as trust assets and transactions. Like they love the person, the people, like as they are. But as players, this team is always going to try to upgrade at every spot possible. Oh, right? they've done. Yeah, they've tried. Very right, aggressive. Vince McMahon yeah. ain't nobody bigger than their franchise. Yeah, you, you send off Buckner, right? You sent shit. They signed yeah. Kilgore and then traded him a week later. Yeah. Right? Remember that? Um, mm-hmm. And then you know you had the rumors about George Kittle possibly being traded before he signs an extension. Anyone wants to read that report from Mike Silver? What they call it? The massacre on Valentine's Day because that was the offer was so low that it was insulting to George Kittle. Right? They they like they don't care. Right? Yeah. And then you actively pursue quarterback after quarterback after quarterback in plain mm-hmm. sight for your own franchise quarterback to see. Mm-hmm. These are I've, things I've that you understand. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. this is not oh. You don't. You can't. You can't call me or hater or anyone else in this room a hater because we we actually can see what's happening right in front of us. Like yeah. the Niners put it all out there. It's yeah, not the like, leaks. They put yeah. they put out what they want to put out. Yeah, and what yeah. they put out is yeah. a lot of shit. Like damn, we're gonna try to improve this team no matter what it is. I mean, it, it, I'm down for that. Do it. Yeah. 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 You know. Because as after years of just being bullshit, you know what I mean? So I think they learned in that, you know what I mean? Because all the bullshit they were pulling behind the scenes and, you know, and then like you start from, you know, the leaks and the toxicity of how it was before, you've seen how they did. They changed up a lot of things and they said, you know what? Fans are pissed at us. Let's get them back on our side and just be like, look, all we're trying to do is win. I know you guys fan favorites and all that good shit, but you'll be a fan favorite of this person if we want a damn ring. Exactly. you know, and well, it's wonderful that they try that, but I did touch on how they did Jimmy like that before. And so, they, you know, it, it's it's kind of unsettling if you're that guy and they tell you you're that guy, but then, you know, they're flirting with everybody else. It, you know, it also was kind of like, you know, we're flirting with Aaron Rodgers, bro. It's Aaron you, know, you know he's better than you. You know what I mean? We're flirting with Tom Brady, bro. He's the one that taught you, but you didn't learn at all. You know what I'm saying? You, we're flirting with guys that are but we're flirting to Sean Watson. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, mean, the we, writing has been on the wall with Jimmy. Yeah. Though. That that's 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 a lot of our fans are homers. I'm gonna tell you straight up, a lot of our fans are homers. I argue with them yeah. all day on Facebook, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. I'll probably yeah. get a, our account banned soon um, because I don't <laughs> keep it all the way. Uh, you know, I keep it all the way 100. I'm not gonna be censored on there. I talk a lot of shit on there. We need to, um, we, we need to get you on board with the Jimmy Ward train though. Like that man is. He's so. I like his hitting. I like his enforcer. I li- but He's the coverage, so man. Where was that coverage Hobbs. against the Packers? What was what was hey, that? Hey, Hav, Hav, you gotta understand. He never liked him from day one. He's a bouncy guy. <laughs> he never liked him. From I will day say one, this. Bro. I will say this. A Trent Balky for all his faults. For all his faults, mm-hmm. he did hit on Buckner, Armstead, Tart, and Ward. Mm-hmm. Well, those are four. Pro Bowl level. Solid, solid, yeah, solid players. Buckner got an an all-pro. Jimmy Ward should be an all-pro. And all those those are four solid picks. And they've been with the squad. Yeah, they've with the team at least, what, eight, nine years already. So, you know, that just shows. It's year eight for Kwaski, and it'll be year year eight for Kwaski. It's year nine for for Jimmy Ward. 
it's yeah. uh almost it's year eight for uh armstead or year seven for armstead it'll be year six for buckner like mm-hmm. these are talents that he that they drafted yeah. so mm-hmm. i give him credit for that so let, let me get a quick question in for everybody we'll go around um just what's your grade for the year or like how do you feel about the end of the season? Are you happy? Are you one of the people that's like, uh, you know, we didn't we didn't make it, but I'm okay with it? Or are you like me, who's like, I'm spoiled. Uh, I, I remember the good old days when we we would win it all. And to me, if you don't win the Super Bowl, it's a bust. It's, it's, it's a bust. Yeah. Just Javi, I think you kind of gave your take a little bit earlier. Um, I, I, to me, this. So I look at the I looked at the roster, the entire the entirety of the roster. Um, going into the draft and coming out of the draft, I thought they still needed help at corner. Guess what? That shit showed up week one. I thought we needed additional running backs. Guess what? That shit showed up week one. Uh, right guard and center were a concern for me. Center was kind of stabilized with Mac, but Brunskill was shaky most of the year. And you right can't tackle, predict an injury man. with right tackle McGlinchey. Or McGlinchey was having a really good season before he got hurt, and then here comes Tom Compton. Uh, ultimately, I thought the team would win 10-11 games. I thought they'd be a wild card team. I thought to be a first round bounce. You got, I got that on my podcast. I got that on my Twitter feed. To me, this season ends up as a B plus because it worked out in a way to where you traded everything you wanted. You traded everything away for for Trey Lance, right? That pick now turns to pick twenty nine. That's a win. Hmm. You told me you got pick twenty nine for Trey Lance. That's a win. Um, you got to an NFC title game. That's a huge win because now you got now for Kyle Shanahan, he's gained more equity with the fan base. Like yo. I just got two winning seasons, and both those winning seasons, I've made it at least to an NFC title game. So get me a quarterback that I know can improve uh, to improve us. We might be back in the Super Bowl. Um, overall, guys like uh, Emmanuel Mosey had a great year. Jimmy Ward had a really good year. Guys like Aziz Al-Shahir sort of explode. Arden mm-hmm. Key explode. Nowhere. Key mm-hmm. guys like uh, Jordan Willis who popped up. Um, and then, of course, the, the emergence of Elijah Mitchell, right? That's a big plus. Do I think he's a running back one? No, Leo, I don't. Leo said he should have been cut uh, during uh, preseason. I didn't watch enough. I didn't watch enough tapes. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, don't, I, don't, I still don't think Elijah Mitchell's like a, a running back one. I still think the Niners are going to run with the, the committee. You know, Get Mostert. Those yeah, two would be nasty. Back. Kid's yeah, a great get back. Yeah, so I, that's kind of where he's at. Um, but overall, I think, Sermon. Yeah, you got to see what happens with Trey Sermon. You know, and the way they, the way the season worked out, I think – I think it's a it's a net positive for the whole season as a whole. There's a lot of positive here. You got everything you got out of Jimmy Garoppolo. You maybe I don't think you upped his trade stock. I think it's all the same. Um, but either way, you got to an NFC title game. You got improvements on your roster, and you've got nine picks in this upcoming draft right now. So now and and a rookie contract. So now you can reestablish yourself and get yourself back into at the very least ten wins. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a B plus. Oh, yeah. B plus. Okay, Selwall, go ahead. Give us yours. Um, it's kind of it's kind of difficult to disagree with the B plus assessment. Um, I I really figured we weren't going to get past divisional. You know what I mean? Especially with the way the season started, I, I was dead set at divisional. But then you know we get we get the pack, and I'm like, no, we can't lose this fucking game. You know, and then of course we get fucking Rams, and then you know I'm like, we can't lose this game. But we lose this fucking game. Anyway, either way, um, I, I would just because of the point we were at in the season, because coach was being ostracized, because they were talking about get rid of fucking, you know, Lynch, because all of these things and because people thought we were dead fish in the water um, and the way we came back and, and the way we won those games. I'm going to give it just a slightly higher grade because 
we were playing with house money after after three and five. Let's be honest here. You know what I mean? We lost key guys. We Verrett was gone for the season. Uh, Greenlaw was down. You know what I mean? And it looked mm-hmm. like we would have, to me, what would have been an eight and eight season. That's what I was looking at. Like we're gonna we're gonna you know sub five hundred or maybe one win above, and it's a winning season. Hooray! But what could have been? So I'm gonna say a minus. Um, I, I think Hav touched on a lot. You know, a lot of guys did step up. You know, mostly in the defense. But um, hey, how about how about BA coming in and oh, just yeah. switching everything up? You know what I'm saying? And just had and then finishing with a great you know great numbers on the year for a deuce. You know what I mean? It's not like he's wide receiver number one, but I mean, you know, he finished with eight hundred something yards, man. You know what I mean? He did his damn thing when everybody was like, "What the hell's going?" Nip, you wrote him off for a while. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, so, because why though? Who did I want? T. Higgins. I wanted T. Higgins in the producing. draft. But yeah, no, I got. But you. I wanted T. Higgins, so that's why I wrote him off a little. And bit. And T. was producing. You know what I'm saying? But let's be honest he still again. Is. He's 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 catching balls from Burrow though. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So there's a big difference there. You know what there's, I mean? So so let, let's be straight. Uh, I would say A minus. Um, you know, uh, these guys they pulled together through a lot of shit, through a lot of weird ass Jimmy fuck ups. You know what I'm saying and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna completely shit on Jimmy, man. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. He's got my respect. He's always had my respect. To be completely honest with he you, he can have your respect, but that don't win game clutch no, games. No, no, no. You know but, see, but that's the difference, though. It did win games. You know what I'm saying? Because that was the rushing game and the defense. It was yeah, all. But, but, you got to understand, I've touched on this before too, Nip. He makes those guys believe. And it's that intangible at times that'll take a team that's a seven win team to a team that can win 10, 11 games. You know what I mean? And they all, they always just said it. I mean, they, you didn't see a locker room divide when Trey came in. You know what I mean? They gave him his propers too, but you didn't see none of these guys jumping up and down and screaming and hooting and hollering and cheerleading like they did for Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? And they, and you know what? Let's be, he, we won many games in spite of his play, in spite of his play. You know what I mean? But still, a lot of that, you think it would have been possible without them going, we're going to run through a damn brick wall for you, Jimmy. We don't give a damn. We ride or die with you. But I think they would do maybe that for not. any quarterback back there, though. That's our, that's our quarterback. With that kind of shaky play, yeah, maybe. But they went hard to the bone for that guy, dude. You know what I'm saying? And when you yeah, got man. people like that. I, I that feel they prep, would give the same effort for Trey, though, after a few I weeks. I mean, I don't – you got to be that guy, though. You know, he ain't that guy yet. You feel me? So, I, I mean, I hear where you're coming from. We agreed that we both thought Trey should have been in. You know what I'm saying? And I agree with you still. But it takes time to develop that. You know what I'm saying? And I think, you know what? I think he learned that. From Jimmy, you know what I'm saying? You know, take your job and do it as a professional and don't get rattled by shit. You know what I mean? But I also think he can learn poise and a couple other things if Tom Brady were to step into the picture. You know what I'm saying? How to be poised under pressure, which that fucking guy is, you know what <laughs> I mean? It would be very nice for him to come in. And then we already got a, you know, we got a we got a Gronk for him already in Kittle. You know what I'm saying? We could so actually that, get yeah. Gronk though if Brady came. And, and that, you, that would, you, I'm sure we'd yeah. make that happen. And imagine how just that'd probably be the best offense we've ever seen. Those Gronk and Kittle, running, Gronk running, and Kittle running post routes out of that motherfucker with Debo crossing the middle like that. What's the plan of action there? And then you know you got what's the name of BA running a hook route. What can you do? You can't do Jennings. Shit. You got Jennings as well. You I got would. Jennings out there. You know what I mean? You. You got Elijah running into the flat. Who do you cover? You know what I mean. And then you got the guy that can make every single throw. Exactly. Especially, you know, with, I mean, you know, Tom, your vertical pass game comes back with Tom. Everything. Oh yeah. 
you know, so I think he can, he would come in and be just a, a stabilizing presence for that kid. And he finally teach him how to throw a touch pass. Cause that's the only thing I really see lacking majorly in this kid's game. He ain't got touch passes yet. Once he gets that, he's going to be very vicious, very scary kid to play against right there. Um, yeah, a minus I would say on this season, it would have been great to get to the bowl, you know, and, um, it would have been great to hand, you know, since he, it's, it's third loss, but you know what, <laughs> It, it, I've felt them Super Bowl losses. So, you know what? You know, if we wasn't going to win the whole damn thing, I'm glad we didn't go. Because I hated the fact that we got two two L's on our resume now because of, you know, because of what happened in the last couple of Super Bowls. But, um, yeah, A minus. Leo? All right, Leo, you want to go? Yeah, um, I'm going to give it a C plus. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm right there with you. <clears throat> yeah, because I, <clears throat> I think before we start the season started, I think I had the Niners going uh, thirteen and four or something like that. Um, so I had them like you know I had, I think I might have picked them going to the Super Bowl. I'm not sure, but uh, I picked or Green them Bay to go to the Super Bowl. When so, yeah, Super Bowl. It was either, yeah, it was either being the Niners or Green Bay going to the Super Bowl. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna go with a C plus. The reason is because I had high hopes for Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, I mean yeah, try Jimmy, to tell you, try to tell you, yeah, like Jimmy got hard. Uh, giving props, like, you know, like Sel says, you know, a lot of these guys were playing with their heart, you know what I'm saying? Um, especially with that Green Bay. I, I We had, I, I, like, I, you know, watching that game two times, three times, we had, I mean, our defense was fucking lights out, but offensively, Jimmy was not doing anything until defense that. Defense overachieved. That, defense overachieved. Uh, until that last drive where you needed that field goal, you know, for the win. Uh, you saw the defense, special teams, you know. So, what what we lacked at Jimmy, special teams were just playing lights out. Special, you yep. know what I mean? Yeah, defense. Then you know we had a shitty year beginning with the special teams, you know all that. But then when it was time, special teams came through. Gold was you know un, he, he he wasn't missing field goals. So all these other things are playing at a top level, but they get you don't got Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy's like. The one that's kind of like holding you back. It's like, you know, like that meme we're seeing. Every, you know, Jimmy is that guy that um, it's a club, you know, it's a project. Oh, group project, group project. Yeah. He gets an A plus, you know, but Jimmy's there. What did he do? I mean, I'm not, I mean, I, I do not hate Jimmy at all, you know, but, you know. Um, no, neither do I. And, you know, and then we see, I mean, with like, and also um, I can't blame Jimmy. Uh, there's a thread on Twitter that showed all Jimmy G's th- uh, uh, touchdown throws. And you can see, yeah, he had that um, that poise. You know, remember everybody's like, oh, he kind of looks like John Montana, Montana out there. You know what I'm saying? Because he was moving around mobile and all that. But then with that, at one point, once he got that uh, uh, torn ACL injury in KC, that was just, you know, he, he wasn't he was never the same. So I can't blame Jimmy on that. You know, that was just the injury-wise. And then uh, there's, you know, times, you know, like, you know, we would see plays like he's open. Kyle has the right plays. It's just that execution is not there. So, therefore, you know, Jimmy either, you know, even the last the last play before he threw that pick, he on the right side, I think he had Kittle wide open. Yeah, the whole field. But, yeah, I mean, it, uh, I think – but he was getting rushed. But if he looked, you know, he could have, you know, threw it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know. But, yeah, so I'm going to go with with a C plus because also the season was just, you know, roller coaster. We start 2-0. We lose at Green Bay. Uh, and then, you know, I'm at, I'm at that game in Arizona. I'm at the game at Levi's with Arizona. With, uh, was it Colt McCoy was the quarterback? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm there. Like, you know, you're like, what the fuck is, you're like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? And then, and then I go to Seattle. I see that shit again. 
I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, <laughs> this team not supposed to be playing like this. You know what I'm saying? But uh, then they win what eight win eight games? They won nine of the last eleven. Oh yeah, there you go. See right there, I'm like, oh shit, this team. You know, they got it. Uh, but you know, we, you know, we were ten points uh, up in fourth quarter. Uh, Again. Oh yeah, they, they, that's another thing with Kyle. You know, you got these. You know fourth quarter uh, i think uh, i've seen a couple 53 to zero after those in those three games mm-hmm. uh when they took the lead of 10 or more can i can i can i, can I interject yeah, the, yeah of course the, 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 kyle shannon the for the atlanta super bowl he's the offensive coordinator can we just get that yeah. out of here yeah yeah oh yeah let's just uh, say uh, yes and no yes no. and no because that's he didn't have him they didn't the head coach he has no he has no control over the defense yeah that's correct but 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 he, but he didn't run the ball that's the problem he in that game run the ball and this is the problem that's, this is a narrative that no one pays attention to coleman got hurt i understand he did run the ball he did run the ball in the niners super bowl as well jimmy garoppolo checked out of four running plays to pass the ball this goes back to my God point damn it. It's really on Jimmy even more now. <laughs> this goes back to game on the NFC title game. You oh, force boy, the guy to throw the ball. He's going to make the mistake. And, and Matt Ryan, same thing in Atlanta. They were going to run the ball. All Kyle Shanahan also admitted, though, he was going to take the kill shot. He had Julio Jones wide open. The running back misses the block. Fumble. Otherwise, if, that, if he doesn't miss the block, that is touchdown game over. Atlanta beats yeah. New England. These are the yeah. narratives that needs to be stopped because. But I don't know because that's a seven-step drop. That's that's a little. It was a five-step drop, and it was a it was a it was a skinny post to Julio Jones who smoked the who smoked the safety, and that was if he hits it, it's game over. These but are he, narratives. But 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 the fumble. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The fumble. The fumble's not on the coach either, though. Yeah. But 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 he, but he took the risk. He took the risk the, when all you had to do is run the ball, take some time off that clock. And, and again, then you're killing the guy for being too aggressive or not too aggressive. But if you're up 25 points, you can be a little bit non-aggressive. But they weren't up 25 points at that point. At that point, no. But the play calling was sketchy. Uh, how many carries at half after in the second half? I believe they only had like five carries, five rushes. If I'm not mistaken, I would have to go back and check, but. Well, you got You also have to give credit to the New England Patriots defense. Like they get paid too. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like that. That's the conversation that needs to be had. Like I'm not. I'm and a Kyle Shanahan. Like I'm yeah. a Kyle Shanahan stand. Like the guy is an mm-hmm. offensive yeah. genius. Matt yeah. Ryan in the offense was prolific that year. And had he hit that one pass, we're talking a completely different topic. And Kyle Shanahan didn't lose that Super Bowl, right? Kyle Shanahan. But but but, but he, he did. Tired. He did shy away from giving Debo those reverses in that Super Bowl for no reason. But after a while, that's going to get stopped. Again, but, but, yeah. do it until they stop you. That's all is my philosophy. But when they, they start to stop you, when they start showing seven, eight mind fronts, and that's exactly what happened. Remember, I still attempt it, you know? I got a question here for you. If it stops, then, then what? Because then you're still then fans are going to still be mad about, oh, why did he run the ball too much? We should have passed it. It's, no one's ever going to be happy about it. But no, this is, no not at all. Like I said, I had Mike Person on. I had I've spoken to Joe Staley about this. In those games, Kyle, Jimmy, if you go back and watch those plays, Jimmy Garoppolo is canning out of a run. Remember, he does this yeah. can, can, yeah. can. He's yeah. canning out of a run play into pass plays. So he's calling his own number. Exactly, and he had to because he did the right thing. And all the guys that I've spoken to said Jimmy did the right thing because who's not going to take George Kittle versus Ter- versus Terrell Suggs? Yeah. Yeah. So he had he had Kittle Kittle smoke Suggs three times and he had three bat downs. 
two of the bat downs if you go back and watch oh, the tape. Pat downs. You have Lakin Tomlinson puts Chris Jones' arms in the air. <laughs> that's not on the quarterback. That's not on Kyle Shanahan. These are narratives that need to stop. It is on the film. It's on everything you look. You can look at it from the, the end zone angle or the overtop angle. You'll see it. Lakin Tomlinson puts the guy's arms in the air. As an offensive lineman, you are taught to keep those arms down. Yeah, That's not on the quarterback yeah. or Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Can, can I ask you one about the Rams game? Okay, Shanahan's play calling in that. Why did we not see any play action passes that mimic the runs we were running? Because we didn't. The they had eight, nine, eight, eight guys in the box. How you? Because you, when you have no time to throw the ball, this is again you're forcing Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball. You have eight, nine man, eight, nine man fronts. You're asking the guy to, you're asking your protection to hold up five, three to four seconds. It's not going to work. But these guys were selling I mean, out hard on the run. Yeah, and but you have to be able to get the ball. So shouldn't out. you have given them something to think about at least once? I mean, they didn't do it once. There was just nothing for them to do it. The, you, the looks were fine. I, I have no. The only play call in that game that I have a problem with was third and two. Third and two, motioning Trent over to the right and running, and not following him. Yeah, yeah, not following him and or running it with Juice. Like follow mm-hmm. Trent. You're gonna do that. Follow yeah. Trent. Yeah. Right. And then you know people are like, well, Debo never got the ball in this in that. There no jet plays. sweeps all game. They ran six plays. They, how many jet sweeps they run this year? Three on the season. They didn't go back to that jet sweep. So they started using Debo in, in the backfield as a runner instead of using the jet sweeps at different but angles. What about Ayuk? Get Ayuk involved. They did. They, they, in the run two of them. I think two of them. Three. Probably throw the damn ball. No, in the, in the reverse game. I'm talking about in the reverse oh. game. But this they, goes they, I think two or three of those were to Ayuk. Two yeah, out of three of them. And, this and, and, and why not use Debo, motion him out, everybody's targeting him. Why not move him around? Move put him in the backfield, motion him out more. I, I feel like I feel like Shanahan didn't call the best game against the Rams. I'm not saying it's all it's definitely on Jimmy. I don't blame the defense at all. Uh I think they did a damn good job holding the Rams to twenty points a game. Uh, I mean they average about twenty seven points a game. You hold them to twenty. I think this is on and, and I don't know if it's because Kyle is limited a little bit by Jimmy. I think that could be, be some of it. But to me, I think you gotta at least run one or two play action passes. Uh that mimic the run that mimic the runs we're doing with Elijah. I hear what you're saying. And this is part of why this is part of goes back to this is where my theory has always been. Kyle Shanahan is handcuffed as a play caller by his quarterback. And Kyle Shanahan is handcuffing his quarterback. Like that is yeah. because, because you have you there's no trust there, right? But when you have it when the Rams sold out on the run all game long, like they they knew, say, hey, look, they're gonna try to run the ball, they're trying to be more physical. This is what they're gonna do, right? And when you have guys running wide open, Kyle had guys open all over the place. Hmm. Hell yeah. Protection. Jimmy refused to throw the ball. So I have no problem with his play calls because they were there. Play action or not. He missed repeated guys. There were so many blown coverages on this tape. I'm going to send it to you. Um, there's yeah, so yeah. many blown coverages on this tape from the Rams that yeah. it is disgusting that Jimmy Garoppolo could not execute the most simple pass concepts that Kyle Shanahan has drawn up. And that's the frustrating part about it was a 10-point lead. You know what? That's another thing about the NFL right now. 10-point leads are not insurmountable. 10, point lead, no. that's, that's, 10 points is nothing. 10 points can be had in three minutes. Boom. Well, the the and that's why I don't. That's why I don't throw any blame. I mean, Tart should have had the pick, right? There's still nine minutes on the clock. We're yeah, only up three, and our exactly. offense is doing nothing at that fucking point. Exactly right. So I, I can't like, blame Tart. I I cannot blame Tart on that. No, it was and six then Jimmy. Minutes left. And then Jimmy. No, it was nine minutes had, uh, left. Nine minutes left. Yeah. No, it was it was nine. 
Nine nine I, gotta, I gotta go back and look at that. From what I love, when I was looking at, I could have swore it said six forty-five. No, it, nah. it was nine, it's and they would have had the ball on the like the thirty-five. So yeah. we would have been probably went three and out or, or through a pick. Well, so I don't put that on tart. I can't agree with that. Yeah. Uh, at that I point, we had done nothing. Cello, the last two drives, we did absolutely nothing. We went negative. I mean, it could it could change yeah. the momentum, but exactly. um, after that. But and after that though, um, and really the the next play, um, uh, Stafford fi- uh, <clears throat> finds uh Beckham and then Jimmy yeah, Moore gets that, the, yeah. yeah, it's a you That's know it's a fifteen shit. yard pass and then a fifteen yard um helmet to helmet. So the Rams I mean, had the better the whole... quarterback though. The Rams had the be- I talked about it all year. The Rams had the... you know Womack didn't want to admit that Jimmy 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 was not as good as Stafford. We all seen it. He was making the throws Jimmy That's could a... never make. I agreed with yeah, that, but you know what I'm saying? That I'm, on a real look, Stafford is definitely a better quarterback, hands down, than Jimmy is. He can make more throws than Jimmy, and he's not afraid to let it rip. You correct. know what I mean? That's that's the difference between him. He, he, You know what I mean? He doesn't have it in him. He got injured before, but there's no stigma in his head. I'm, I'm going to get injured again if I lay in here and then take this hit. And, and so he'll throw a pick, and he's not scared thing. to keep throwing it. But, that's well, what no, I that's do like about thing. him. Well, no, Jimmy ain't either, though. That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? But but he Stafford has more of a chance completing deep plays than Jimmy Yeah, does. but he'll, oh, yeah. he'll fuck that's... up a throw and then go back and be like, I can make that throw and then fuck up and make another another fucked up thing. That's the problem with Jimmy. <laughs> Staff will see, oh, okay, I'm not going to throw it there no more. I'm going to throw it back this way now. You know what I mean? But he kind of has a similar issue because his stigma he's is not he the most clutch, footsteps dude. early. You know what I mean? Because all the years he got beat up in, in Detroit, that's still Can't his blame him. You know what I mean? But so why do you think he leads the league in, in, you know, in pick sixes this year? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, let's just, you know, I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, I think personally one of the main issues that really plagued his game was um was the running game you know what i mean yeah they did sell out to stop it but this is why i love Mostert so much Mostert has no hesitation you know what i mean he he looks at his hole and he commits and that's the one thing that showed up on the rook this year that really made it at the worst time well too. we don't have that gear that Mostert has either he doesn't well, no, have, he has the gear. The whole, not like Mostert though he not might either. have nah. a tenth of a second or two off of Mostert's time but he's just as fast as Mostert. Let's not get that nah, nah. translation here, bro. Nah, Mostert is a uh, Mostert is a track. No, no, speed. no, no, dude. Trust me, bro. The difference there is that Mostert commits. He sees his hole. He's not dancing to the hole. This kid reminded me of fucking Kevon Barlow. I, I don't think. I don't think you know there mean? was holes there on Sunday though. There were there. I, they I don't think there. so. I looked at him. Go back. There was nowhere for Mitchell to go, dude. There's sometimes there's he couldn't. Some he didn't follow his lead. They maybe weren't. They maybe weren't home run holes. But there was holes yeah. there for him to keep the get, keep and the chains moving at five yards a pop, four yards with, a pop. To go with self point, the film does show that there was holes. But this is a comp. This is an issue that you can't bring up on 49ers Twitter because they're going to try to kill you for it. Because right. they're going to hate it right away. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell's vision was not very good this year, mm-hmm. and it's okay to say that. Yeah. Right. That's He's not as fast as Mostert, but to self point, yes, when Mostert sees it, he hits it. Mitchell yeah. didn't see it. He would hesitate. Yeah. Right, yeah. and when he did finally see it, then you'd see the burst, and he's gone. But yeah. he missed so many holes in so yeah. many games. They so opened him up, mm-hmm. it, and that's that's part of it. And then, um, yeah, and against the Rams game, and you know, this is where you have to have a quarterback that can push a defense off you, right? Like, okay, cool, you want to you want to commit to selling out on the run. I need to, you need to prove to me that you can beat me in the air, and they couldn't. And that's what happened. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's what happens. I'm that's sending what it comes them down to right now. Let, let me get one more quick question in this in this one. Do you have any insight as to what is up with Trey Sermon? 
wouldn't he be the ideal to back to you know be physical, tire the Rams out a little bit, change the pace, uh, run him a couple of five times, six times a game? I and and I, I'm not mistaken, he's a decent receiving back, right? Trey is a gap scheme running back. The Niners run a lot of outside zone. This is where Anthony Lynn is going to be very, very valuable. Yeah, we're going to touch on that. Hell yeah, I'm juiced for that. For those of you guys who follow Brad Graham, SF Niners, he had a really good comp, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Proper comparison for Trey Sermon, a Melvin Gordon type, who's a power back, gap scheme, um, where the Niners run a lot of just outside zone stuff, right? And that's Mm -hmm. that's not his game. If you go back and watch Trey Sermon in college, who do you run with? Kyler Murray, Justin Fields. Um, Baker Mayfield, um, Jalen Hurts. What do those guys run primarily? Read zone, RPO. Who's Trey Lance? What does he run? Mm-hmm. Read zone, RPO. So this right. is this is where kind of like those selections were head scratchers with Aaron Banks and Trey Sermon. When you really think about it, adding Anthony Lynn now with Trey Sermon, Aaron Banks, and potentially if they get a center, let's just say let's just say example they get Zion Johnson out of Boston College. To start a center next year if Mac retires. Now you have a very powerful uh, gap scheme and the ability to run outside zone with both of those guys. Mm-hmm. And you have the idea, the ability to have a, you know, pow- you know, lightning and thunder type of combination where you have this gap scheme with Sermon and then boom, I need to hit this outside zone. Here goes Eliza Mitchell. Oh, by the way, Debo Samuel's back here too. And if you keep Mostert, now you have a home run threat. And that's yeah. the idea here. So we, we got, I think we should find a way to get Mostert for sure. There's a lot of possibilities here with this run game. Right, especially when adding Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn here. So, with with Sermon, I think he's going to be fine because when you saw him run, and most of his successful runs were literally between the guard and the center. Yeah, yeah. and he was getting eight, six, seven, eight yards every time he was doing that, and that's kind of where he's going to be. So, I am. Don't you think Shannon should have been able to design a couple plays for the guy and get him in, get him a couple touches? I mean. That's on the coach I, a little bit. I, I agree. No, I agree. But I, I just think he's he's a certain fit. Like I, I think that's the thing with that's the problem. That's probably the only problem I have with Kyle. Kyle is so scheme dependent. Man. He's so yeah. scheme dependent. If you're not my scheme guy, I'm not really going to use you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I always say this. I'm like, if you are, at some point, your scheme only works with good players, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just use your good players and figure it out, right? Yep. And so this is kind of this is my fear though with so Trey Belichick Lance. Does. This is my fear with Trey Lance. Like Kyle wants Kyle is very precision oriented, scheme based on offense in the passing game, timing and rhythm. Is he going to be able to let go of the reins and allow Trey to make off schedule plays? Allow Trey to do things that are not familiar to Kyle Shanahan's playbook, right? Mm-hmm. We saw we know how Kyle is. Three step drop, boom, ball needs to be out. But if yeah. he don't if the quarterback doesn't like it, Kyle's gonna have to let it go. Hey, let this kid make some plays because if you saw it. I grew up in Philadelphia, right? I watched Andy Reid for years as an Eagles coach. He worked with McNabb was the same way when he started. Vic was like that before Andy Reid made him get in the in the in the uh, playbook. We saw Mahomes his first year. A lot of that stuff was off schedule. Kyle's gonna have to let this kid grow as an off schedule passer, and then reel him back in. Like, hey, look, you can do that, but if I have this perfectly open for you, take that. And that's what we saw Mahomes kind of develop that towards the back end of the year. He was yeah. taking the stuff that was easy. Easy, easy, boom, 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 and then boom, I'll hit you with a big one. And that's the kind of the hope that I have for Trey Lance. Like, my expectations for next year aren't that high, but I, I think just the marriage between Trey and Kyle need to be, like, in line. Like, they need to make sure they go to marriage counseling, like, for lack of a better analogy, right? They need to be mm-hmm. in line all the trust way. Trust issues. Exactly, yeah. and, that's, and that's the biggest thing we saw with Jimmy Garoppolo. There yeah. was a trust issue here. The minute Jimmy threw a pick, 
How many times did they run 10, 11 times in a row? Yeah, we saw it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just – like, you have to meet – you have to trust your players to make plays. And with Trey, what I did like about Trey when he threw the interception against Houston, Kyle didn't take the ball out of his hands. Kyle said, no. keep firing, kid. Yep. And he let him keep firing. And we saw him take the shot downfield to Ayuk, mm-hmm. which was almost yeah, – yeah. Almost a cut. How long? How long? How, how long has it been since you've seen a pass like that? Kaepernick. It's been a minute, right? Been That's the kind of shit that this offense is lacking, and I don't want to hear it about. Oh well, it's the West Coast offense. You know what? The West Coast offense had deep shots in it too. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. going down the field all the damn time. Oh, To existed with Steve Young, John Taylor, Terrell, yeah. John Taylor. We know JJ, how this stuff. JJ Stokes. Stokes. Oh, he's got yeah, you yeah, like not so much yak. Stokes. But you yeah. like the yak, but like with Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm looking at the numbers right now. Jimmy Garoppolo had. Where's it at here? 1,966 yards in Yak. He threw for 38-10. So literally more than yeah, half his yards in Yak. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And how many of those passes were actually not on target? Too high. Uh, mm-hmm. I just uh, – I, I, part of it, I'm just so – I'm glad it's over. I'm ready for next year, to be honest with you. I didn't get a chance to sneak oh, in yeah. my grade. Uh, I'm going to say C. <laughs> no, we, we just – you know, around here, we kind of just freestyle. We go with the flow. Um Sometimes we get a little out of source, but we try to circle back eventually. Uh, I'm going to give him a C. Yeah, because what Leo mentioned. Um, okay, so at the beginning of the season, I picked us to win the Super Bowl because I I liked our roster, okay? I, I realized, if you go back and you watch, I realized we had holes at cornerback, mm-hmm. and Vera getting hurt didn't hurt didn't help us out. Um, now, the one group I was really surprised by, and, and I under-evaluated under, under um, evaluated them, was be uh, – the wide receivers, you know, I, I think coming in, I thought that was going to be oh, yeah. possibly one of our weaknesses because I was worried about injuries and depth. Uh, Jennings performed, you know, he showed he can be a very solid uh, possession receiver. Ayuk stepped it up despite I don't know what the hell was going on with him and Shani. Uh, despite Shani, all that, he Shani stepped Shani up. Bullshit. Debo was better than I ever thought he'd be. Um, I thought he was going to be good, but he's approaching superstar level. Mm-hmm. You could argue he could be in MVP conversation, um, but it's a quarterback bias league, so we know that that's not going to happen. Um, and you have Cooper Cup as well. But I just feel like Shanahan, it's not all on Shanny, okay? But this team was not – it didn't look prepared at times, a lot of the, a lot of these games – we didn't really put together a full four quarters, maybe one or two times this whole year. Uh, situational football was not great, and and I just feel Kyle is a little stubborn at times. We Cello, we've we talked yeah. about this. Well, His stubbornness, like that. he has a little bit of Chip Kelly in him, a little tiny bit, a little just just in the stubbornness, and and I think he wants Don't say that name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he wants credit. I th- I think he won, which I don't. That's why I don't think we would maybe even go after Aaron Rodgers or Brady if they were available, and and we didn't when Brady was available, and that could have been part of it. I, I think Shani has a little bit of an ego. I mean, a little bit of arrogance at times. Um, now just just the C because I I feel this roster was Super Bowl worthy, and and the defense, the front seven was lights out the last eight weeks. Maybe they had one hiccup in there, but. You know, the defense was there. The The running game was there for the most part of the year. The problem ended up being, and I knew this deep down in my heart that this was going to happen. The teams, I said it on I said it on the show many times when I was arguing with fucking Womack. Uh, <laughs> teams are a good team in the playoffs is going to take away the run game 
and make Jimmy beat him with his arm, and he could not do it. He could not do it in the Super Bowl. He could not do it here. There was a couple times a season he could not do it, the Tennessee game. Now you're going to say he was injured. I could give you that. Yeah, that came but, after, though. but we've seen so many, so much sample of him doing the same thing when he's not hurt. So yeah. just for me, it was too much of a helter-skelter year with a lo- pretty loaded roster and not too many injuries. We had some injuries, but not any more than any any other playoff teams had. A lot of teams had some some of these key injuries. We didn't lose our QB for much, We had and we had a solid backup in Trey. Um so I, I I like Shanny as a as a play caller overall, but he he kind of confuses himself. I think he tries to trick himself, outthink himself, <laughs> and um you know it shows sometimes the 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 huge the use check play. He, and then he did that other use check play. I, I forget who it was against. It was a direct snap to him. Like what the yeah. fuck, man? Oh, they ran that. They ran the the, the fullback sneak. They ran it. Who twice. was that to? Who was they that against? Green Bay and it worked right. And then they use it again against Arizona. Like we knew what the shit was coming, but. With that huge check fullback uh, sneak, they were is essentially look. It looked like it was supposed to be a toss, and that's why Lance was behind Juice. If you go back and watch the play, everyone, all the entire offensive line is shifting to the left. If and then huge check just takes a sneak and he gets he's short a yard. But everyone, the whole line shifts left, and Lance is looking for the toss. If Lance gets that toss, it's a, that's a touchdown. It's, it was wild, like the way that play looked. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, just just too much. Uh... I don't think Kyle is that great situational. The The clock can be questionable at times, uh, the way he runs the clock. Um, I think he abandons stuff too often. But I don't know. We got to see him with, with the, we gotta see him with a good quarterback, like a, a really yeah. good quarterback. And and it may take a year for trade, trade to – and I, I'm a little concerned because Kyle doesn't have the pedigree of, of – Developing a quarterback, a lot of people assume that he does, but what what what's the quarterback he ever developed? Yeah, RG three kind of ran to the ground. He gets credit for kind of fucking his career up, if you ask me. Yeah, to develop a quarterback. Yeah, at RG three. I mean, well, he wasn't the head coach. He was not the head coach. I'm saying he hasn't had a chance to develop a quarterback. That's another narrative. Well, this is it. This is it. This is it. We're he only had now the guys that he's the guys he's technically handpicked: Jimmy Mullen, CJ. None of those guys have technically gotten better. Why would you pick Buthard? Can we go to that? <laughs> Why would you, if you have Hoyer going into the season and you have a chance at Deshaun Watson? I mean, this is a That's way a off topic. But I'll be yeah. honest with you. If if there was one quarterback who was plagued by drop passes his entire career, and it was Beathard. You know what I mean? But Beathard for some trash, reason, come those on. same guys came in <laughs> that was dropping all the passes for him. Caught everyone Mullins threw their way, so I don't know. I don't understand how that works. Mullins had Mullins, yeah. Mullins had some. some some we had no receivers too. That's Mullins, let's talk about that. Kittle has brick hands, and Debo had what, like twelve drops this year too. So yeah. that. Um, with the CJ pick, I I don't blame them for that pick. I I just don't care. No. Like it's a fourth round quarterback who gives a shit. But but, but I'm saying, why would you pass up to Sean? Because they were looking to get or Mahomes. We know the plan. We knew the plan. They the wanted plan. Cousins, yeah. And even in, in that draft, no one knew Mahomes or Watson was going to be that. No, I didn't. I didn't think. I I, I thought Watson was going to be really good. I did I not think Mahomes was going to be that good. I said Mahomes. I had questions. But Mahomes was careless at times. I I, I I wasn't big on Mahomes going in. This if draft. you if you just paid attention to what Kyle was saying, like, yeah, we're going to go after Kirk. So the plan was to get Kirk and just have a yep. guy that you can have a project at. What is it with Kirk? What the fuck? What is it? Kirk is better than Jimmy Garoppolo, and they probably win Super Bowl with Kirk. I don't uh, know. 
We, I, I will say he can make more throws than Jimmy. I agree with you there. That's all you need. You but the clutchness is just about on par with Jimmy where he closed those, those clutch would you have picks. To be, would you have to be in a clutch situation if you're winning most of those games in the fourth quarter? That's true. But but true. Cousins just has a nose. Say, Cousins has that nose to turn it over. He has that Jimmy. He had like five interceptions this year. When what what point in the game were they? They were all seemed pretty damn clutch. Like early. Okay. I mean, only had five picks he's also season? had like five picks. I'll check it real quick. That's Maybe I'm going off of the past. Know, but... Didn't we check? Yeah, we did check this stat earlier. Uh, yeah, at one point, at one point going into the Niners game, he only had two interceptions. That's true. Yeah. Well, yeah, he hasn't so. had an interception since like week whatever the first one. Yeah, he had seven interceptions to 33 touchdowns. I would take that over oh, 20. Yeah, yeah. I, we did yeah. this. We checked. We remember, I think, a couple of weeks ago. We I mean, I'm it. not saying I wouldn't take him over Jimmy. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying <laughs> he, does have, that, he <laughs> does have that. He does have that Stafford. Hold on. Hold on, Stafford, baby. Jimmy. No, Stafford is another one. You can, the thing we is all we, said we would take Garoppolo over Cousins. No, I didn't. Go back. I didn't. No, yeah. I said I would take Cousins. We all I said, said I would take Cousins. No, you didn't. I yes, I did, bro. I did. No, I gotta, I'm going to have to go back and look at that, bro. I I don't, nah, dog. Uh, we all think Garoppolo over Cousins. We, we None did. of us guy gave that guy respect. I, I say Cousins. I did. You know. If, when you have when you have a guy like when you have a guy like Stafford or Cousins who let's let's just let's just say Stafford. Stafford had what fifteen interceptions or whatever. Remember, he had rumor too to grab him. But he had like yeah, shit. I was in yeah, I was there. Uh, I'll tell you all about that. But yeah. forty-five touchdowns, you can survive those touchdowns. You can survive those interceptions when you throw forty-five touchdowns. Yeah, right. Like it doesn't matter. Like yeah. he threw two. He he basically threw two interceptions against the Niners in an title game, but he still threw for fucking almost four hundred yards and. Did what he had to do. Like you can survive those things. I like people make fun of Stafford for those interceptions, but la- last time I checked, they won the division and they're in the Super Bowl now because you can overcome them with good quarterback play. Yeah, but I will say that, that McVay took golf, golf to a Super Bowl as well. So some system. You can yeah, say Cal, you can say Cal took Jimmy to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that, that doesn't matter. Like Stafford is Stafford is Stafford yeah. is a top eight quarterback. It's not arguable. It's right. not. Yeah. You can't overcome bad franchises like Detroit. Look at Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's yeah. just terrible. We've career saying, killers. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah right? we've been saying Chicago. that. Yeah. Chicago's a career killer for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You got places like Philadelphia. Outside of the, the, the McNabb years, it's been terrible. The Giants, once Eli went went away, look what happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Miami. Look at my look what Miami's doing. Like You can't overcome bad franchises. You get somebody yeah. in a good franchise with a quality coach who has good scheme and a scheme that allows you to be free the way Stafford is free. You, there's a reason Kyle Shanahan wanted Stafford. Kyle admitted he wanted Stafford. We're in the Super Bowl with Stafford. We probably win 14 games with Stafford. Javi, yeah. we tried to tell Womack this before the season. He wasn't. He didn't want to hear it. I'm sorry. Listen, there's, there's, a, there's like Jimmy Garoppolo is it brought hope to this franchise, right? Because because the guys before him were terrible. Like outside of Kaepernick, everyone else is fucking shitty. He was right? a winner. Yeah. yeah, and you won games like you want because you. I mean, think about it. we went two and fourteen with Chip, and then five and eleven with with Tom Sula, and then of course the fucking Harbaugh shit at the end. Like that three year stretch. Oh, this is Womack, by the way. He's hiding on an alias. Kyle wanted everyone. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Because he knew his guy wasn't very good. Precisely. That's why. Yep. And he wanted guys <laughs> that are clear upgrades. So when it when it came to Watson, when it came to. Stafford, when it came to Brady, when it came to Rod, well, I don't know about Brady, but he's looking at Rodgers. Like, all that stuff comes out. Yeah. It all came out. So, All um, right, well, I think we covered enough about this year. Let, let's try to move on. What are, what are our biggest 
needs this year going into the offseason. I think we can all agree uh, corner is number one. Uh, Well, I don't know. Sella, you said safety, right? Well, so if we do go secondary, I like sign. He's pretty good. Um, I also like the kid out of Oregon. I like him more because he's more of the mold of the guy who's going to get you those picks center field. You know what I mean? That's that's basically what I'm looking for. Somebody like that. Um, corners. Um, I haven't really done enough homework on them, which, which I should have. Verrett um, is a free agent. Keep that in mind too. Uh, he's going back. I, I think I think we've we've done enough with this Verrett, Jalen Hurd, freaking scenario saga shit going on. We need to stop taking flyers on guys that are low risk, high reward. We need people that are going to be in the game when we need them in the damn game. Um, we, but, we flirted but if with you get Verrett at the right price, I said. Nah, I'm good, dude. We flirted with it. for cheap. I like Mostert. I like Verrett. I like D Ford. You know what I mean? I, I mean, it, we can keep going here. Yeah, I, I like I'm, I'm with you. Guys. I agree with you on all those guys. I like all of them. You know what I mean? But let's be honest, bro. You know, as, as good as they are, they're basically glass cannons. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of done with that. I've been done with that since Balky and Tank Carity. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm getting kind of tired of that. I mean, all right, I get it. You took a flyer on a guy who was high upside, maybe low first round pick, like a Reuben Foster that fell to like the fourth or third round. You know, I can't because of an pick, injury. Though. Well, I'm just saying it, it's just this is the, it, it, this is the example. You know what I mean? You, so I got you. If they mm-hmm. fell to like the fourth round and you took a flyer on that guy, maybe once every other couple years. All right, that's understandable. But if you're doing this every damn draft or looking for steals on bargain basement cornerbacks, that's the shit that got us in this position in the first mm-hmm. place. We we you both I mean? wanted who do we want? We both wanted we, your boy. We both wanted Samuel. You know what I mean? We both wanted Sir Tad. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I wanted Sir Tad. I don't remember how you felt about Sir Tad. I, I didn't yeah. like getting the corner that high up. But right. I, I like when Melipon. Samuel was there and we go after Banks. I thought that was a little bit. I don't know. Right. I like Melafonu. You weren't into Melafonu, but either way, he, both of those guys. Would have came on, it would have been better than anything we had, you know, up to that point. You know what I'm saying? And I still think either one of them are better. Than, I, I haven't seen Malafonu's number, but, you know, Samuel obviously did what he had the hell had to do. Both of those talent on the defense and on the front front seven from the Exactly. So Chargers. you know they can hold their own if they're put on an island, you know. And in, in, in that there, I kind of got a little upset at D'Amico, even though he spun a pretty damn good masterpiece this year. He pissed me off a few times when he, he did. He just didn't have his guys up on the line for a jam. And I know we don't, we're not doing that. We're not that, you know, that's not really our forte. But there are certain times where a jam would, did, I mean, you don't think a jam would have took, would have took cup off of his route a few times or, or screwed up that timing. You know what I mean? I mean, you're giving them a 15 yard, 10 yard, you know what I mean? Cushion every single time. They're going to make their break and you're not going to be there to do anything about it. You know, and um, the fact that, we played around all these years with, you know, I mean, let's see who's out on the waiver wire. You know, I mean, just totally screwed us over. I mean, yeah, you're not putting enough stock into it because you got a great front seven. Well, what happens when they can't get home? You I know think, what I mean? Yeah, I, I think, I think they've invested a shit ton in defensive line. I think they're going to do it again. Yeah, well, yeah, um, that's the <laughs> yeah. because that that ultimately that is the recipe, right? Because they yeah, got to game with. Out a shutdown corner now. Manny Mosley had a hell of a year. He didn't allow a touchdown all season. He was great. Thomas, was, we'll see what happens with Ambry Thomas. I like the, Ambry. I think he'll position, be. Right. I, I like position, Lador. The position to me that's gonna that they're probably gonna go with at sixty one is safety, because mm-hmm. you're they're probably not bringing back Tart and Tart should be back. I don't care about the the drop interception. Tart was another 
solid, strong safety that doesn't get enough credit for what he does. Uh-huh. Um, but you have strong safeties like uh, Leon O'Neal Jr., who I just interviewed. You got yeah, John this guy Jr. was at the senior ball. I forgot Baylor. to mention. Yeah, you got Jalen Petrie at the, from Baylor. You got Nick Cross out of Maryland. Those guys are really good. The two corners that you mentioned earlier, um, so those guys are awesome. Yeah. Um, but then you have guys like Roger McCreary. So like let's let's say let's just let's just use Roger McCreary as an example. He's the Auburn corner, right? He's a slot right. corner. I would rather them go slot corner over an outside corner because if you trust Ambry Thomas to keep developing the way he is, and you trust E Man to keep doing what he's doing, yep. you have a nice three. You have a nice group of corners, right? And then you have to get a depth piece. So this is where the Verrett thing kind of comes into play. If he's just a valuable depth person who comes in situationally. You know, you don't need him to play fucking 50 snaps, maybe 10, mm-hmm. 50 snaps a game. That is fine. So Roger McCreary out of Auburn is a, is a slot corner that I think everyone should really pay attention to. People knocked him for his short arms. What he told me, he goes, just watch the tape. He didn't allow shit. Like, you go back and watch the Auburn-Alabama game. He was balling. We know Alabama, Alabama got wide receivers for days. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I would go safety, slot corner, right, or slot corner, safety. But then the second position is going to be either a center or an edge because the Niners need to figure out this center position. You can't keep every three years, you know, we're going to get a new center. Like, think about it. We had I think the whole right side of the offense yeah. of line. All right, and then you have to figure out what's – how is McGlinchey? Is McGlinchey mm-hmm. back to his McGlinchey self? <laughs> right? And McGlinchey is fine. Pass blocking. Come on, Javi. Pass blocking. <laughs> This is again run blocking is, is solid, okay? This, this yeah. again, this, this is another narrative that gets spun out of control, right? If he if there's 60 offensive snaps in a game and he plays well for 58 of them, is he a good is he a good right tackle or is he a bad right tackle? Or are we going to only discount him for those two bad plays? Would you say that Tom Compton filled in at par with him? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He, he had a streak when he was doing well. I would yep. agree with that, but as far as be, being better than McGlinchey, we we said he was during that streak. But as being better than McGlinchey, eh, bro, I, I don't really think that highly. Yeah, I don't really think that highly of McGlinchey to be to be honest as a pass blocker. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he gets into his feet a little too much, and his hand placement, you know, is kind of just kind of slow. If you know, sell, go yeah. back to the uh, the game against Green Bay in the playoffs, what did they do? They lined up Sean Gary on him. They were smoking Compton's boots. Yeah, my ball. Yeah, they were that's where it all went. The Bengals know, game came off. Smoking his boots. Like this, this, this whole yeah. narrative Compton played up to par them to McGlinchey. Not true. It's just not true. Like, not. Last, I, I think McGlinchey in the past I game. He did he did, I think he did a pretty good job. But I'll be honest with you. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not going over here to to to, to just crush McGlinchey or or to praise Compton. I yeah. really wasn't pleased with either one of them. To be honest, yeah, with how much you? How much are we? How much will we have to pay McGlinchey? He's getting he's getting ten and a half million dollars because he's right, like, right, right. I'll draft somebody. I'll draft yeah. somebody. That ten and a half million dollars is, is well below average cost. Wouldn't it be uh, I think we get a fourth or fifth. What is the thinking about Jalen Moore? What is the thinking about Jalen Moore over there? Is it is I it, think he's a play guard. He's more yeah. fun. That's nice. I can see that. Because when I saw him in the when I saw him in last year's senior bowl, hmm. they had him playing guard and they had him play tackle a little bit. He was he's better suited for a guard. Because of his wide base, he doesn't get he doesn't have the arm reach to be a tackle, right? So those things are a concern. So you saw that when he played tackle, he wasn't that good either. There, he's more of a guard. So this is this is my thinking. This is has no you know you got you might call me crazy. You're gonna part of me thinks, of me thinks they're gonna let Lakin walk. Yeah. I think so. Slide thanks to his normal left guard spot that he played in college, mm-hmm. and insert Jalen Moore right guard 
or or they're going to draft a right guard. And the guy mm-hmm. that comes to mind is Sean Ryan out of UCLA. That's a name you guys should watch too. Was he a senior ball? No, he's a okay. he's a redshirt sophomore. He's just coming out. I was spoken to I was talking to his agent earlier today. He's coming on, but he's they, the reason I bring up these names is because they've been associated with the Niners. Oh, right. Okay. He he's projected to be one of the people to fall to us in the second round. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's a yeah. he's a top seventy pick. Right. right. He's got he's gonna have to work on some technique, but he played for, he played under Chip Kelly. What do they run? Outside zone. Hmm. He's a really good pass. Makes sense. Player. Makes sense. Right. Now, if you don't do that and you bring back Lakin and McGlinchey, let's just say McGlinchey's quad actually tore at the muscle, not the you know, not at the, the ligament point. If it tore in the muscle, his career is probably over. So now you have to find a right tackle. And that's where I'm like, shit, this tackle group isn't very isn't very strong. Like there's penning out of northern Iowa. They have the kid from Montana that's pretty good. Um, obviously we're not getting Evan Neal out of Alabama because he's gonna go fucking top five. But right. you have to find another right tackle situation here. So if hopefully for What about Lynch, Trent Brown? Nah. Nah. There's a there's a scheme. No, that's just a work ethic issue. It was never a scheme thing. It's a work ethic yeah, issue. That that was the same thing that he flamed out at the Raiders and the Patriots. From what no, I he mean. was good with the Patriots. He got him. Yeah, a he ring. was good with the Patriots, but his second go around with the Patriots, Bill Belichick had an issue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a work ethic issue. There's, it's it's not always about the scheme or stuff like. It's like the stuff that they you're not doing what they're asking you to do. Like, hey, keep your weight to a like, certain like, point. Like, 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 look at Kinlaw. Right, they told Kinlaw rehab with us when he first got the procedure. Last, are we going to start Kinlaw? Really? What did they do? What did he, he do? He didn't rehab with them, and then he had to go get ACL reconstruction. Like these are the things that get you get you out of the NFL. Follow simple fucking instructions. Yeah. Wow. Just do what we ask you to do. Like we're gonna pay for your surgery and your treatment. Just be here to get it, and we'll take care of you. Right? Kimball looks like he lost a lot of weight. He looks to be in better shape. So hopefully that helps. But he's a three hundred and fifteen pound guy. We knew about this knee injury go coming into the draft with Kinlaw, right? Uh, they thought they thought it was arthritis. It, act, it ended up just being, you know, some type of ACL tear that was like super small, but it never got fixed and never got healed correctly. I mean, guys, this was a this was a bulk out. move to me. If it, if it, I would I would give the Niners a little bit of the benefit of the doubt here because if we remember correctly, Jimmy Ward was always hurt, Eric Armstead mm-hmm. was always hurt, and they stuck right. with these guys. If you right. stick with these guys that have the potential. They may surprise you. Look at Armstead. Look at Ward. Yeah, Armstead. I got to give Armstead some props. I was hard on him for a long time. Think about Lake Thompson came from Detroit. He was terrible in Detroit in the first year in San Francisco. He was bad. And now we, uh, shit, I don't want to live without that guy. You have to let these guys develop and coach him up. I don't expect a rookie defensive tackle, rookie offensive guard to be like this next tier guy unless they're. You know, it's it's very rare you have a perfect prospect. So with Kinlaw, I didn't have the expectation of him being of, of him being. The, the Forrest Buckner because he was never a pass rusher. He's a run stopper. So they yeah. played this wide nine. Cool. You want to play wide nine? Cool. That's why you get a Kinlaw who's going to demand a double team up the middle. Eat up blockers. Exactly. You're going to eat up blockers. And, you know, people are like, oh, he needs to be Buckner. No, he doesn't need to be Buckner. He needs to be Devon Kinlaw. Yeah. And that's the problem with some of these, these standards that are set with these players. Like, you have to give them their title. Don't compare them to everything out there. Like, let them be them, and they'll show you who they are. Like with Armstead, Oh, he's not a pass rusher. Yeah, he is. He just he needs to pass rush from the inside. That's where you go. Exactly. Exactly. Out of position. You know, and these guys get a bad rap because coaching staffs have to do certain things and injuries force them to play other spots they don't need to be playing. It's just 
it's 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 I feel bad because I talk to players, right? And they they say these things. It's like I'm a good person, like I'm a good player, and I'm out of position, out of necessity. I have to do these things. You heard Jimmy Ward talk about it. He's like, bro, they have you playing corner, and playing slot corner. Oh, they have me play free safety and then find a strong safety. Oh, and finally, when I'm at free safety, I'm one of the best in the league. Go go figure. You draft me to be safety, play me at safety. Yeah. But they were so banged up at corner for the, all those years that they had to play him at corner. So how do you expect a guy to develop and be what he needs to be when he's out of position all the damn time? Solomon yeah. Thomas, another example. It's not oh, his yeah. fault, like the third. It's, it's the coaching fastest. It's the coaching staff's fault for playing them on the edge because they couldn't fucking find a pass rusher. We can go farther him. back. We can go. But he should have never. He should never drafted at three to begin with. We, though, we regardless of that, I should have been traded. We should have traded back. Kinlaw too. That we should have traded back. Then you don't even get those comparisons. Those, those comparisons of a straight up uh, Buckner for Kinlaw because you trade but, back. But you get always. Gonna be, it's always going to be. A, they're always going to be tied together because that pick, that thirteenth pick, is always mm-hmm. going to be tied to him, no matter where you select him. Yeah. They could have selected him at 31. Like, no, but oh. I'm saying you, you trade back and you get a bunch of guys and then it's not a straight-up swap for him Yeah, but you to begin to with. You don't have to get – I'm not even saying you have to get Kinlaw at all. Just trade yeah. back and get get a lot of value out of those picks. We could have traded back two or three times. There was tons of receivers there. I mean, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother subject. You got to also look at it from what he's looking at from a coach's perspective. He probably wasn't looking at it that way. He probably was comfortable with what he had in the wide receiver room at that time. I just figure that there's certain players that you can tell if a player can be a tweener. You know what I mean? And you can tell when they can't. And if you kind of just, you know what I mean, just say the hell with it, I'm going to roll the dice anyway, that fucks you over. Look at Kentuan Bomber. You know what I'm saying? When we picked that guy up, he wasn't no nose tackle. What the hell did we pick him up for? Oh, oh he's a big a guy. Ass pick. Don't give me yeah, he's Anthony Adams. He's a 4'3 guy. You know what I'm saying? They had him as a nose tackle. What are you doing? Just because they're big doesn't mean that's your skill set. Just because that's who you are it doesn't mean you're you know what i'm saying you're you know you're you're a two technique or a three technique you know what i'm saying so i mean it, it depends on the person and you know what i'm saying and, and the evaluation i think that was something we touched on earlier um is this true because it's been very documented and it's all over the place how um do you think it's true that uh kyle and, and um and well basically shadow lynch don't pay any attention to the scouts um no i don't think that's true at all because if, okay. if, they, if that was the case they would have missed on greenlaw they would have missed on fred warner they would have missed on george kid that was that was okay so yeah. this is my flip to that you know what i'm saying i figured that if that was the case they're going ahead and um they're not listening to the first round you know what i'm saying predictions to the game you know because we've seen kyle yeah. fall in love with people all the time joe williams dante pettis. immediately dante pettis you know what i mean and so oh, yes. my, my question to you is is the third round pick hits, you know what I mean? Kittle, Warner, so on. Um, are these guys the brainchild of the scouts? And the first round misses are the play are, are the uh, brainchild of Shannon Lynch. I mean, what do you think of that? Because can we, you can look it up right now, and it'll say it yeah. right there in Google. I think I think you're on to something there. I think Kyle, Kyle and John have their guys they're set on in the first right. two rounds, right? And they want to make sure they get them. I think they overthink some of this stuff right like mm-hmm. could they have gotten javante williams in round two oh, instead of yeah. going with aaron banks yeah dj chark instead of uh yeah, could they go with dj pettis? chark instead of dante pettis yeah i mean but like you see you, you hear kyle like he's like kyle's all about run blocking as a wide receiver and how he run routes blah 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 dj chark wasn't the cleanest route runner in lsu 
right, I would right. put B.J. Tark over Dante Pettis a hundred times out of a hundred. <laughs> but that's not us. But when you right. start looking, when when you see how they hit later on in the draft, that tells me that they're listening to their scouts and that the scouts have done all the work. I'm like, oh, this is this, this is this person, this is that. Like, how many times we hear Adam Peters been you know associated with the Fred Warners, the George Kittles, right. the Ambry right. Thomases? Like, those are hits because right. you're listening to your scouts who are doing this 365. They're on the road. Like I was at, I was at Senior yeah. Bowl. I was at yeah. Senior Bowl. I saw two Niner scouts. Where were they at the entire time? The defensive line. Like they were literally up, <laughs> up, the, up, up the defensive ends asses the entire time. It was crazy. I right. swear to God, me and Jason Ponce were watching. We're sitting there watching them because they do their one-on-one drills in the end zone, right? And we're just sitting there. I'm like, this shit got Niner shit on it. I was like, oh shit, here we go. Quincy Avery walks by. Trey Lance's uh, uh, quarterback coach. I said, what's up to him? And I was like, yo, Trey gonna be ready. He's like, yeah, we hope so. I said, where is he training? He said, L.A. And, and in and with him. So I was like, all right, cool. But you can tell the Niners are going to. Well, Mac, why don't you get your ass on here instead of making all these damn comments? And I, I'm going to say this, and people are going to hate it. Good. Give me another fucking pass rusher. Give me another one. Yeah. If you, yeah, why if you not? trust Emmanuel Mosley and Ambry Thomas, then all you need is your front four to get home. Right, Richard Sherman wasn't the best at he when he was when he was here in 2019, and Emmanuel Mosley and Witherspoon were cycling through. Yeah, uh, 2019. And guess what? We had the number one pass uh, coverage unit in the league. Why? Because your pass rush got home fast enough. If your pass rush can disrupt a quarterback in two seconds or less, you're going to win a lot yep, of fucking. That's what it is. Right. Really right. matter your corners. Look at Trayvon Diggs. Cool, he got 11 interceptions. He gave up a thousand yards, and I yeah, used to get smoked. Ayuk, I was at the game. Ayuk was smoking was, his. Yeah, he, went, he had him on yeah. skates. Yep. Right. So there's no, there's no number one corner in this draft. If you need a corner, go get yourself a slot corner. Like I said, Roger McCreary. If you want to get an edge rusher, cool. Arnold Abiketti out of Penn State. Jesse Lucetta out of Penn State. Boye Mafe out of Minnesota. You got um, the kid uh, Maje Sanders out of Cincinnati. Bro, if you want to get a nose tackle, if you let DJ Jones walk. There's this kid called Travis Johns. Travis Jones out of Con- Connecticut. Bro, watch him. He's just filthy. I, 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 I got to get in my scouting. I haven't started yet. I'm gonna start probably this week. If, if I would not blame them if they went trenches the first two rounds. If they got a center and a defensive tackle, I wouldn't care. Because ultimately, if you trust Eman and Ambry's development, you're in good shape. You got to figure out the strong safety spot. But last time I checked, D Ford ain't walking through that door no more. No. And well, moved- what is the status with D Ford? What, we, we can't cut him. We, we'll end up paying too much. Is that what it is? They can cut him, but they, you have the dead cap, right? Yeah. And, and he'd rather just keep him on the roster just so in case. So we're just going to keep us. him again next season? I mean, it's like $9 million. It's just a bad oh, contract. Man. Every team has a bad contract on him. Everyone, Every team has one of those, mm-hmm. and ours just happens to be D Ford. So, I thought we restructured it, though. They did, we but did. it's like three guarantees would fuck them. That injury guarantee, that's right. Yeah, I think it was like $9.5 million. So, so is there any chance he produces it all? Like, no, I don't think so. He's not even going to suit up? I've given up on that. Yeah. Anything is found money from him. Womack, again, if you're going to comment, jump online. Stop being scared mil. of Javi. He said he's 11 mil. Yeah, I have to check on it, but yeah. I thought she was supposed to be asleep, bro. You said you got to be up at 3 in the morning or some <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> he's guy. moving, all right? He's moving. He's checking moving. to see if we're bad-mouthing Jimmy. That's what he's doing. He's checking to see if we're bad-mouthing Jimmy. He's been hiding. Like I told you, in, in the group chat, he, uh, he admitted that... Uh, I was right about Trey, but he, you yeah, know, so he ain't gonna say that here. Dead anyway. cap hit. Here we go. Here, dead cap hit for D Ford is nine point eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. So send the no link. Matter do, no matter what they do, it's like that. 
<sighs> we already sent the link, Womack. Cut the shit. Hey, Javi, are you going to be at the draft? No. Um, I got... My wife would kill me if I went to Vegas. For the <laughs> I think we're going to Vegas for the draft. We're thinking I think. about it. No, I, I, I've made a lot of trips this year. I went to uh, four Niner games, then the Senior Bowl. That cost a grip. And then I was going to go oh, to the yeah. Shrine game, but that was also in Vegas. They, like, I love my wife to death, but she, she's yeah. very um, – she thinks I'm out here getting bitches and shit. I'm like, no, I'm going to watch football. <laughs> he's not scouting bitches. He's scouting yeah, uh, yeah, tight yeah. ends and other and kind of tight ends. I'm trying to collect more of these, you know what I'm saying, these these credentials. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, how would you get – yeah, man, how would you get any of those? He'll tell us off here. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, that, the um, credential stuff is, you know, like I was telling uh, Nip, like, I've done the podcast for three years now. I've worked with Pro Football Network. I've worked with Niners Nation. And just the okay. podcast, the, you know, the just the influence, I guess, on Twitter and online, you, you submit it, and they give you, they review, and you get it or you don't get it. And I got it initially, and I went back to this year, met with Jim Nagy, the guy who runs Senior Bowl, you know, ran into him. He said, hello, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's just a process, man. I've been doing this hey, three yeah. years now. So, That's what's up, man. Um, I'm, tired. I'm almost getting, I'm getting kind of tired of it, but, you know, it is what it is. I love my team, and. I like the yeah. scouting portion of it more, actually, than, than actually watching the Niners games. I can't enjoy a Niner game anymore. It's just so frustrating. It's like, damn it, I know why this happened, and this is happening over here. It's like, all right, man, I'm done. I, sometimes I shut the shit off and come back and watch it afterwards. Well, when you see the angles, it's pretty It's pretty clear that certain things ain't running right. It does fuck yeah, with it's you. Like, it's like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, Jesus. That's true. Um, I got a question. Uh why did Lenore did Lenore fall out of favor so quickly over Ambry from the Seattle game, or what's what was the deal with that, or was it because he? I think it was the penalties in general, right? He got a lot. I of mean, penalties. I see, from what oh, I right. saw, Ambry was getting more penalties than what Lenore was getting. I thought I think, Lenore was getting more. I could be I think, wrong. I think the issue was his just actual coverage skills. Mm-hmm. It was more so being beat, um, and then angles like he just had bad angles. Mm-hmm. And those are things you got to work on, right? And then of course. Where do you play him, right? right? If Norman can kind of, and I don't like Josh Norman, but for the for what he did, right, enough to keep us, you know, yeah. in, in the game in a situation too. where we're not getting. He was the only one out there causing any fumbles. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he had like do eight think, and shit. Do you think then that he can he couldn't be a candidate to take over for Shark when he leaves? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But I me, think- I'm always looking at an upgrade. So if if Roger McCreary is the guy, shit, right. bring Roger. Because I'd, I'd rather have a bigger, more physical guy, especially in the run game. Because you know, mostly most of football now is played in the nickel. Right. So if you got a guy like Roger McCreary, is a little bit more, you know, he got a little more weight in his ass and can, you know, run defend better. Because K1, right? So I don't know how Lenore is in run defense. I haven't seen it. Right. Hey, I, I got a question for for Javi. Uh, so you had the first hand uh, footage uh, or, or direct view of of these guys. Um, what about this uh, receiver, Christian Watkins? He played with uh, Trey Lance, right? Uh, what yeah. were your impressions of him? And what, what round would you see him possibly going in? Christian Watson, I he was faster than I anticipated. I was like, oh, shit. Right? Even in even in Inkling, because it was raining the entire time. Um, he had a really good release. He's got some good hands. I think the biggest thing that surprised me is how good of a run blocker he is. And we know how Kyle oh. Shanahan is about run blocking. He loves those run blockers. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Linebackers in the dirt. And I was like, yeah. "But okay. can he run every route?" That's the question. For um, Kyle. I, from the that's stuff, Kyle's when, number one. When, when, when they do one on ones, they do like go ball. They do a seven. They'll do like a dig. And they'll do an out. He ran all those pretty well. Um, he's got good hands. He's strong at the point of attack. He's got 
good high point skills. He's a really good receiver. I, I think it would be smart if the Niners take a wide receiver this draft. If they can get him, you know, I would think he's going at the back end of the second, middle, beginning of the third, I would say. Um, but Watson is Watson's a pretty good – he's a pretty good receiver. The oh, other guy, no, Bo Melton, was um, another one that was out there that's pretty good. The tight end group was really good. Trey McBride was really good. And then, of course, those edge rushers, like I said, that, that those edge rushing group was pretty stacked. I think I posted Watson stuff on, on Twitter. You did, yeah. He posted yeah. some. Yeah, I've seen them, yeah. I need to watch some videos on them. I can figure I'm out really a way to do it. You guys got the same shirt, all right? You guys are matching. I do. Well, look, I would just like to come on and say, what a coinky dink! What a coinky I'm very dedicated to the Gold Dirty Bastards. I have to wake up in three hours from a regular job, and I'm on here with Javi, and I can't pass this opportunity up. So, we... <laughs> what's going oh, on, yo? What's up, buddy? You we missed were, it. What, 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 what are your thoughts on Jimmy? We shitted on Jimmy for the last two hours. I, I, I missed that. <laughs> my phone, my phone, my, my phone was glitching, and I couldn't really Great understand what was going on. Was popping. So, popping. <laughs> um, no, so I want to say, how was that? See, was that the first time you went to the Senior Bowl, Javi? No, this is year two. I was there last oh, year. year two. I how was, was there it? That must be cool as shit. Stuff last year. Yeah, that must be that must be cool as shit. It is cool. You run into a lot of people. Like I, you know, I met Adam Kaplan. I met um, run into Mel Kiper and those guys that are out there. Who the hell is Mel Kiper? That's what we want. <laughs> you get into you get a lot of you run into a lot of coaches. Um, ran into Quincy Avery, uh, Trey Lance's quarterback coach. Um, a lot of these, a lot of these college coaches are out there. So you run into them. I got to get on the field for a practice. Um, my boy Jason. You guys know Jason Aponte. He was on the field for the game. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just stuff. It's pretty cool, man. Uh, I would never have thought um, starting a podcast would lead to that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? To where it's like you're getting credentialed, you're getting field passes to Niner games, you're getting access to players. Look, we got to ride your coattail. Javi. We got to get over there with you one of these days. We got to make it. Maybe we'll be part of that, the Javi uh, podcast and then we can put us it's, in there. Um, it's it's fun because you know yeah, when you go you, you meet a lot of people. No, you, shit, we can you can. I'm I'm here to help anybody. Uh, we when you go down there, you you meet so many. The connections are for real. Like I like I said, I met um, Shakir Khalil, Khalil Shakir's agent, and he was like, I asked him, Hey, can I get your can I get your player on my podcast? He's like, Yeah, as long as you take all these other guys with you. I'm like, I'm sure thing. Uh, yeah, bro. <laughs> shit, I'll take whoever you want. You know, <laughs> for sure. Uh, you give me more access. Yeah, absolutely. So you you get you read you make you make a lot of relationships and you know for folks that are on um, for folks that are on Twitter they're like oh you have no you have you don't have this you don't have that you know there's a lot of things that people don't know because you have this kind of access and it's really wild. Mm-hmm. I I would have never in a million years thought I would be at this point. Um, hey, Twitter Twitter is crazy. I've I've been on there um in the past few weeks. I, I've seen some of your. That's the only social I, media this guy has. <laughs> I get on. Uh, I got on. Um, uh, Naylor, Naylor. I, I talk with Naylor. I told yeah, him to, yeah. to hop on the on the podcast. Naylor's cool. Yeah, he's good um, people. I go back and forth with him a little bit, but it's it's all fun. Like that's you know, I like he's a good dude at the end of the day. I like that dude. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's a lot of crazy craziness going on between Niners fans, especially right now. My goodness, Tom Brady, baby. Yeah, that and you, <laughs> we was talking about that um, earlier, especially like you know me and Nip were like, hey, if we can get him for a year, I could. But I don't know, is he still on the contract with the Bucks? But you know, I think they was. would, they they would, they would hook him up, dude. They would, they would let, they would sign off. I mean, 
He brought him a Super Bowl ring. What the, when are they going to get another Super Bowl ring? Yeah, I still think we. And even with him, I don't Aaron. think they're a Super Bowl contender anymore. I think that. that, yeah, that if they ship get Jimmy, is if they go get Jimmy, they might. If they get Jimmy, they're <laughs> not even making the playoffs. <laughs> Feels great, baby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's it. That's what I said yeah. when they said Jimmy's gonna be off the team. So yeah, it feels cool. great, baby. Yeah. Um, so the good part about that, I think I was even saying something too. Like, uh, so we we're gonna get a whole lot of cap space for this. And um, what do you feel about that Bosa? I mean, I know we're kind of all over the place now. What do you feel about Bosa oh, potentially get getting that? Good job for bringing it up thirty mil. I think it's it's right on par. What is brother? So? His brother got twenty seven, right? Yeah, yeah his brother, TJ's at like twenty nine, right? Yeah, TJ got twenty nine and a half. So yeah, yeah. most of you get thirty. Thirty most of you get at least thirty one at the very least. That's just yeah. market value, and that's you know people are like, oh, the the cap, the number is so high, but that's just the market. The market was reset because of mm-hmm. his brother, but Joey. Joey reset it. Miles Garrett got signed. No, it was Garrett then Bosa, and then Watt, and Watt got almost thirty. So shit, Nick. If Nick has another season the way he did this year, next year. You better pay him now before you have to pay him yeah, more. Exactly. And that's the thing with like the Kittle. Remember when Kittle got signed and Fred got signed? Like people were like, "Oh, you could wait on Fred." No, 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 no. You pay him yeah. now. Yeah. We if he overperforms that that year's worth of tag, then you're stuck paying him more mm-hmm. a year from that. So you got to pay him early. If you can get Bosa and Debo signed now, you do it and don't even think twice about it. Uh, you know, you're gonna say I'm crazy, but if the right Trade for draft capital came around, I would consider it. Consider what? Consider what? Trading, trading Bosa. You're crazy. You trade two first, two thirds. We trade, we trade, we traded Buckner. And we still made the the the. Yeah, but Buckner was a, the Buckner was a reactionary move to not lose Arc, to lose our whole middle of our guys. You know what I'm saying? That's why they did that because they oh, knew no. they were going to get something for him. That's, That's why they got rid of him. I don't think it's it. I think if he but, but Bosa has an injury history too, so we can't ignore that fact. I mean, yeah, but he put that shit to rest for two years he of is. killing him the way he done. Bro, the man broke Haley's freaking sack record in less time. In in you know what I'm saying in the playoffs, dude. So right, uh-uh, nah, nah. That's a generational talent, dog. If there's anyone who's untouchable on this roster, it's Nick Bosa. Right? Nick Bosa, you, you the Niners has the, think about it. Did we forget what this team was looking for when they got here in 2017? They were looking for a pass rusher. Remember Cassius Marsh? We want to go back to those days? I don't know. You want to have a bunch of Ronnie Marsh. Blairs? You want to get a bunch of Ronnie Blairs? And, cool, we'll get these first-round picks from who? And what's but what, about, what about Brian Burns? I mean, he, he was available at, what, number 11, number 9? That's, but he's not Nick Bosa. They're not even the same. He's class. not Nick Bosa. But you could have got a lot more trading back to the evens out, you know? No, you don't. Bro. Yeah, so you, you, don't don't trade, you don't trade Nick Bosa. Bosa is going to be here, and the the thing, my, my, I guess my point here is, the only way you would trade Nick Bosa is if you were guaranteed two number one overall picks. You might get it. I mean, that's I what I'm saying. If you, you give, if you, oh, no, number one. Okay, I see what you're saying. Number one overall pick. First okay, what about a team pick. like the Jets? What about them? Salah might want to make something happen. So then you give you give Salah Nick Bosa, a guy he's familiar with, with a quarterback that he likes, and the town that they're starting to build. That cool. They give you the. They give, let's just say they give you this year's number two, whatever they're picking, right? They give you three, and then you get next year. They would be better with Bosa, so that that pick goes becomes what 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Then what? Yep. And then in this class, let's just say you trade them for someone in this class. Are you cake? Are you taking Kayvon Thibodeau? I wouldn't. Are you taking Aiden Hutchinson out of Minnesota, Michigan? Absolutely not. 
How many questions? A lot of people are high on that dude. You know, are you not as high on uh, no, Hutchinson as everyone? Like, I think that's low. Nick yeah, I, he's Nick Bosa light. light. He's yo, he's not very good. He's not. Chandler Jones yeah. is cool, but Chandler Jones ain't. <laughs> no, dude. Okay, oh, but my but signing him. He's talking yeah, about signing him. I would sign Chandler Jones if you could. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Trade Kittle. He's injured prone too. Mm. He can't trade Kittle because I think he's. I think he's. Uh, I think he's. Uh, I think he's just basically trolling right now, Doug. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, he, that's his point. But okay, you might call me crazy, but say we pay him this thirty million, he gets crazy. fucking hurt. He gets hurt, and then we're all gonna be singing a different tune. That's the risk out for the year. That's well, the that's risk that's take. take. I mean, what it, you know? I mean, anybody that could happen to all of us, though, bro. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't really you know drive out with what you're. But but he's say. had two torn ACLs on opposite. Both both ACLs have been torn yeah. already. Are, 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 we, are we willing to pay Debo Samuel? I would pay Debo. He's been injured. Well, is he going to get thirty million though, Javi? He, he was a whole offense, too. It's position yeah. relative. He's going to get twenty five. Yeah, I he's, would say pay 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 uh, Bosa twenty five. You're not going to pay him yeah. under market value. Yeah, yeah. Can we it's, put more in guaranteed? He'll no. hold out just like his it's brother better. did, bro. He'll get the guarantee. It's all about the average annual value. Think yeah. about what Trent Williams. Trent Williams literally got ten thousand dollars more than David Bakhtiari. Yeah, that was it. That was high on Bakhtiari. I think they way overpay for that dude. Right, so then you're not gonna you're not gonna pay less than market value for Nick Bosa. It's just not gonna happen because you're not. Okay, cool. You don't want to pay me? Cool. You know who else? Someone will pay him. Yeah, that's the thing. Somebody will. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't trade a Nick Bosa because you're not gonna find another Nick Bosa, especially in this class or next year's class. Because next year, let me let me give you one example. Khalil Mack. Uh, Raiders came back, bounced back pretty nice. They got Max Crosby now. How many they got some picks out of that. I mean, play- they got one guy who did some stuff we don't want to talk about. But... How many playoff games did they win? Where were they though? Where were they though going into that? They weren't. A, they weren't a playoff team already. But what, I'm, but what I'm saying to you is they they traded all of that and got nothing out of it. Josh well, we, Jacobs. When we got Bosa, we weren't a playoff team when we got Bosa. Exactly, we got Bosa, and we and and what happens? We get to the Super Bowl the next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. well, we got the no, that's traded, rookie year. We they got traded Mac. They traded Mac to Chicago. Chicago goes to the playoffs. They win a playoff game. Do you think the Raiders would have that playoff game or Josh Jacobs, uh, Abrams who can't stay healthy, and uh, Cleveland Farrell? None of those guys are any good. But, but that was yeah, some poor that, drafting that's, that's as well. GM, yeah, that, that was kind of again. But then we the, we just got done. We just got talk, We just got done talking about the Niners drafting in the first two rounds. Do we really yep. trust them to make the right decision? No, that's a good not first. Not, not first. That, that is that. I will one hundred percent agree with Javi on that point. Yeah, because they always yeah. You're right. Pick. Forget it. I, 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 said, I, said we should, I said I said we should just trade all of our picks back into the fifth round and and after because that's like I said that's where all our gems come from, right? Like yeah. I wouldn't even. And you look at our first rounders. I mean, what the hell happened to Kinlaw? Like what? <laughs> I think Kinlaw will be fine. I think I have some faith it'll be fine. I don't. I don't know. I thought I was gonna have a solid year this year. I'm not like I'm not like super hopeful, but I I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt because this front office has shown to stick with guys who've had injury histories, and they've kind of either leveled out or gotten better. So I'm gonna hold out a little bit of hope on Kinlaw. Plus, I liked him coming out. I thought he was a solid player. (laughs) His injury, the the only thing that bothers me, he disappears a little bit too much, though. He's because he's so heavy. Like I think, I think that's another part of it that gets missed out on this. He's so heavy, he gets tired easy. So his technique is shit. You know what I mean? Remember, remember when Armstead came in the league, he'd get so high and get washed out. He's learned to lower his pad level, and you know he's been a dominant force. Same thing with Buckner. 
Buckner had that issue too. He gets so high. Oh yeah, he really did. That's why I wasn't too high on Buckner. And then the last few like years, I want to say last three years, he's actually improved on that. With these guys, you gotta let them. You gotta let them two, three years work their way through the shit. Now with with Kinlaw though, he's only played one year, and he played what one fucking game this year against the Lions, and that was it. So it's just like, you know, we got to see what happens there. So. And that one year that he played his rookie year, he didn't have a camp. Remember, because that was the yeah, right, right when Wilson camp, started. Yeah. yeah, you know, so that that definitely affected his growth. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, um, it's funny because I do remember hearing something about um, the, the scouts telling telling us to take a pass on him too, because because his, his knee issue hadn't healed up completely. Well, he had, no, that, he that was me, Womack, who said not up. to take him. But yeah, go yeah. Ahead. He, I, I mean, I, wouldn't, I didn't trust those. I read that in the scouts. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I know. I'm just. I'm just. Saying sure. we said that shit too, trying to give us sure. give ourselves a little bit of props, but <laughs> we take what we can. I give yourself the Barry Horowitz, bro. We take we take some, that, you know. But sure. I mean, but like Javi says, you know, give him a chance. Um, he yeah, can, that's what he it can, is. He can I'm get not, better. I'm not. I'm not going to write him off yet. I do still think that retaining DJ Jones to just to have as as a proper backup and a proper, um, you know, what I'm saying uh, spell guy. Would, would help a lot. I think it would have helped, you know, almost in the same vein as not losing Kerry Hyder, which we did. And I would have liked to hold on to him, but, you know, that's hot, that's take. hot take. We win the Super Bowl if DJ Jones plays. Yeah. I, 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 I like DJ. Uh, if he can stay like healthy, DJ, stay on the field, he he's he's a force. He's a fucking stud, dude. He's good in the I run like game. He, he can he can generate he can generate that pass rush up the middle too, as yeah. well. Pass rush is a little bit underrated for that dude too. I think he's an unsung hero. I think he's an unsung yeah, hero. Oh, yeah. I think uh, the 2019 squad that we had in the D line room was ridiculously just awesome. Um, I even liked Ronald Blair. I didn't like him handling business on his own, but you know when you brought in D Ford and you 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 can use him as a spell, and you brought in Bosa and look how much better they. I think what was it? Um, before those guys both went down, they both accounted for seven sacks between them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, it was yeah. Blair, Ronnie Blair and what's his name? Right? Ronnie Blair had like four, then the other one had. DJ like had like three or four himself, right? I mean, so it, it it just goes to show how much better those guys were when they had all of each other feeding off each other, which looked pretty similar to what was going on this year. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I think he's an expend. He's not an expendable guy. I think you need to hold on to him majorly, and then if you do. You can invest in that, you know, other bookend pass rusher without fear at all. I hope they go pass rusher just to just see the four nine fan base. At least on on the edge, yeah, to, to make us fucking flip out, right? Because well, Mike, you were hating on Arden Key, by the way. I'm gonna keep pointing it out. I wasn't hating on Arden Key. I just thought he yeah. was. I thought he was coming too out, small. Yeah, coming out. I just say he was too small. I, I thought he'd get pushed around in a little manhandle a little bit just because of the size. I said he's like eight. Game's eight. Um. Yeah, I will say that this 2021 <laughs> pass rush group overall, the group, the entire yeah, yeah. Sure. was better than the 2019 room. Oh, wow. shit. Okay. That's a lot. What, what, I guess what, what I'm saying is, remember, at the end of the year, we had Anthony Zettel pat rushing yeah. the pass. Yeah, yeah. that's right. We had, uh, what's his <laughs> wow. face? More rushing the passer. This year, we yeah. had Ibuka, Arden Key, Jordan a yeah. like those mm-hmm. four guys. That guy lovely. was a good pickup. That that, that, that right? was a nice trade. That was a nice then you, trade. Then you got DJ. You got you got Armstead. You got Bosa. You got um. Yeah, I'd say the other edge is probably something that we we probably need because we need that pressure from because if you remember that twenty nineteen like we had Bosa on the edge, but when D four was in there, that's what I'm saying. Four was Bosa a piece when he was got in most of them sacks, and then as soon as D four went out, I mean the the production drop off as far as 
So there's no hope. cash rush, but sack wise just kind of fell off as soon as D four went out because you know I mean you could you could double team maybe both so you could double team exactly. a, a Buckner at that you know what I'm saying. So is there and, no faith in uh, Omenihu and or Abukum picking up that role and actually running with it because Omenihu was definitely an invisible man for most of the year. He had I mean, excuse me, not Omenihu. Um, excuse me, Abukum. Abukum was an invisible man for most of the year. And then he got hot, and then because yeah. they became yeah. a role, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, of course I would, I would, I think, I think the Niners want to use um, a and Ibukum as their like team two, like, like team a platoon. Two. Yeah, like they're that's their that's their those are two edge guys for you know their their third their you know the early downs, first down, shit like that. So that way you get Bosa in there because you don't want Bosa going over fifty five percent of the snaps because he he's, yeah. he'll wear yeah he starts to wear, he'll a wear him bit, down. I, and that's noticed, just normal yeah. that's normal shit right you got a guy out there 60 70 snaps if you can cut mm-hmm. that in half because you have a a viable guy like a many or bukum to take his spot and right. yeah you do that mm-hmm. but i'm still i'm still all about drafting another edge rusher if they can yeah this, I, oh this, yeah for sure totally class, oh yes I mean, this edge class is deep oh yeah fourth round yeah we can get a fourth yeah, round you can get a guy in the fourth mm-hmm. round you get a guy in the third round we've right? got three third rounders yeah let's just we got two two right two the yeah. other one's next year Okay, that's right, because that was part of the trade, right? Yeah. Okay, so, that's right. Like, depending on what we get for Jimmy Garoppolo, which we haven't talked on yet, but if let's let's just say I got wings on too, so let's just say he gets a second rounder. I think we're gonna get a. I think we get a. I think we get an early third round pick. For Thank Jimmy you, Garoppolo. and I'll be getting my wings off that. <laughs> you got a, You get a third round. You get. Think about it, you, get, you. You let's just say you get pick sixty one, and then you're picking again an eighty, and then you got ninety three. Safety, center, edge, boom. You got it all right right in one shot. And then you you can start filling in the rest of the roster with the other six picks. And then, you know, you start – because they got 41 free agents. You're not bringing everybody back. Yeah. You're not. You're just not going to. Yeah. Um, But I wouldn't be surprised they got a second. But I'm going to lean more than get a third. Yeah. I I would say I I put my wings on the third, Womack, and I want lemon pepper (laughs) and uh, give me some – Give me some barbecue, half half lemon pepper. I'm seeing that get wings. So Womack's whole point of view was that there's a team out there, and we someone's going to get desperate. Somebody's there may be. There could be free agents. Someone's going to get a free agent to be like, nah. I think that really, really comes to fruition if it's totally true that Russ and Aaron don't go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So then yeah. I would see it going up to a second rounder. I mean, it, we, we also said uh, what happened with Darnold. Uh, <laughs> uh, less, Darnold, less. thank you. Um, and, uh, the fact that he got three picks, they weren't they weren't first round, but it was a second. It was what it was like a yeah. fourth and a sixth, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, and Jimmy, let's be honest, Jimmy's, but Jimmy's thirty though. That's he's not he's Darnold, 30, but he's also entering what should be his quarterback prime. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that he can bring leadership and a steady guy in the pocket, at least in the huddle, you know what I'm saying? Then I, I see somebody using him as a stopgap and uh, somebody overpaying. The 30 and the injuries, though, that that that's going to be – I think that's going to be a deciding factor in a third round. Yeah, or under. It could be. I'm not going to disagree yeah. with that. I'm not going to argue with that too much. But what I will say is they're going to also look at what the body of work that he put together – while he was in there, somebody's going to say, "Well, a lot of that was scheme, or a lot of yeah, that that's was somebody would be me defense, or a lot of that was this or that." True, you know what I mean. So I, I hear that, but at the same time, I'm going to say somebody's going to definitely go look at him and be like, "Well, when he's in there, he wins." You know what I'm yeah. saying? Regardless yeah, of how it's done. Yeah, I think sells on sells on the right track, and Womack's is the right track. I, the other part of that is we said it. Um, was it scheme or was it Garoppolo? Like ben, Benjamin Solak wrote a really good piece. Right, he said, right. Whoever trades for Jimmy Garoppolo is going is going to get. 
Jimmy Garoppolo and not Kyle Shanahan, right? Like you're gonna right. that's what you're getting. But the other part of this is like let's just example, let's look at a team like Pittsburgh, right? They just made the playoffs, Mike Thomas never had a losing season. Are they going to value are they going to value a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo more than let's just say a Malik Willis in the draft? Or I don't I don't think so. Patriot, right? They might, and the reason I say that they might is because they, they don't have they don't have one on their roster already. Right. Right. They don't right. have one on their roster. They don't have a quarterback on their roster. Will they want to win nine, ten games or eight, nine, yeah. ten games? Right. That mm-hmm. just to say, just to state level, while they try to find the guy to, for the future. And this is where yeah. so me, Jimmy, quarterback play. Yeah. yeah, and Jimmy Garoppolo is entering in the. To me, I don't think he's entering the prime of his career. I think he's entering the Andy Dalton, the Ryan Fitzpatrick oh. tier of quarterback to where he's right. going to be this transition, this bridge to the next guy, right? Because right. with Jimmy Garoppolo, we know we know what he is. And He's the Niners told point. you what they the Niners told you what they thought of him to the point that, hey, we're gonna move heavy and earth heaven and earth to get rid of this guy. So another <laughs> team's gonna look at him and be like, okay, cool. We can win some games with this guy, mm-hmm. but ultimately he's not gonna get us over the hump. But he can keep us relevant enough to keep us within pick twelve and twenty, which gives us the flexibility to move up in the draft. To yeah. go get a guy in the future. Now this quarterback draft stinks. Next yeah, I was just gonna, that, that was yeah, my question to you, Javi. Like, how do you even at the Senior Bowl? Like, how would you even? I watched a half thing? and I seen enough out of that QB. I didn't. <laughs> think, I didn't think any of those guys was a top fifteen pick. Yeah, see, so that's what pick that's it'll why probably I, go like what twenty. And, and, and that's what I said. Um, there was one dude. Sorry, I don't mean to cut anyone off, but the uh, there was one dude that time. I thought um, was a uh, was Desmond Ritter, who I thought would actually be. Somewhat decent. I thought even la- I thought it was gonna come out last year, and I was like, "Look, we probably can get this dude maybe in the third or fourth, and I would have passed up Trey Lance and maybe get someone like Desmond Ritter." But he never came out. But nah, I don't know how he's looking this year. He um, so he wasn't very good either. That was this year, yeah, yeah, and even you know this, that Alabama game kind of exposed him a little bit. Obviously, when you're playing Alabama, but he just he just doesn't have it. You can just see he, it. Yeah. So, um, but then to the other point about what what sells it, what happens with Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. If those two guys stay put, then Jimmy Garoppolo becomes quarterback one. Yep. In the in the in the pecking order, right? What does Denver do? Are they going to bring back Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke? Probably mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. What does Miami do with Tua? Right? Do they really like him? What's Washington going to do with um, Heineke and whoever the fuck else they got? Heineke. Oh, Heineke trash, huh? Right. And I think Houston. I think Houston's comfortable with Davis Mills. I think Davis Mills would be a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. I, think uh, I told you, you saw it. Yeah, be pretty yeah. good. Um, so. so Jimmy. So then your price, the market. The market's going to adjust. It's going to price up. So the Niners, the Niners were smart to do what they did when they did it. They traded all that capital to get Trey. And if Trey is the right guy, then they hit a home run. But also, they did it right because they knew this next class was not very was good. Tread. And I said, see, remember, and I mentioned that. No, 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 no. Let's get this straight. You wanted us to wait and get a quarterback this year. <laughs> Don't Here you be trying to go. pull no bullshit. You ain't pulling no, no sheet over mine. You ain't pulling no sheet over mine. No, 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 no. I can pull up the episode right now, there buddy. Is, is all right, all right, guys. Yeah, this guy. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm not going to interrupt right. like you do. Go we ahead. have a guest today, all right? Let's, <laughs> behave. Let's behave, guys. We have, exactly, we have a exactly, guest. Dude. We have a guest, guys. This is the <laughs> most fun I've had in a while because most of, most of the other stuff I have to be like super serious and shit. No, dude, not on here. Trust me. Right. You, can, you can be who you want to be on here. I, uh, that's that's why we're the dirty bastards. That's why we're the golden uh, bastards. <laughs> I live in Texas, so I work with a bunch of Cowboy fans, bro. It's uh, yeah. Oh, my God. You poor man. Yeah. Did they get that? Did, did they get that memo from the NFL saying that uh, because of these um, oh, home, meme. the Super Bowl home games that <laughs> we're gonna have to play in Dallas? That I was laughing my ass off on that shit. Yeah. I can't even lie. That was 
awesome. That was the best. I, I, buddy of mine, we went to the game. Uh, buddy of mine, he's a Cowboy fan. I, before we went into the stadium, I go, I go, what do you want to bet on this game? He's like, let's bet a jersey. I'm like, all right, bet. I'll oh, bet I see, that was a nice jersey. So he was all like, right. what do you want? I go, if I win, I want a Steve Young throwback. He's like, all, all right. right, if I win, I want an Emmett throwback. I'm like, deal, no problem. Man, that shit came in yesterday. He had to walk into the store with it. Uh, and he had to give it to me. Like the look on his face, bro. I was like, "This is the look on his face was better than me actually getting the jersey." It, so, it was, <laughs> it money. was gold. Yeah, That's I was like, was. beautiful. So yeah, no, uh, it's um, it, it, I'm man, I'm just part of me is kind of excited for next year though. I, I, I am. I'm juiced. Hell yeah! Especially like, I didn't, I didn't come into this season excited because I was like, man, sorry, we'll make. I was like, Fuck. I know it's all right. It's all right. Jimmy's gonna fuck this up. I had a feeling he's gonna fuck this up. I said it on the podcast about and, thirty uh, times. I just, I now I'm excited because you know I, I I think what Steve Young I think Steve Young said it best. He goes, "Look, with Trey Lance, you're starting at a two, and hopefully he gets to the ten. And and as fans, like all of us, we're gonna get to see that progress go no. from two to ten. Now, hopefully he gets to ten, but even if he gets to eight, that's still better than what we have had in the last fucking 10, 15 years." if he becomes that kind of player. And that's that's what's exciting to me is to watch this guy develop. And hopefully Kyle and, and Lance have like this fucking perfect marriage and we, we get a bunch of playoff wins. I just need one title. Just give me one title. At least one. Yeah, just put us in the six, right? Yeah. It's a part give me that damn six. <laughs> and I don't even need it next year. Like, just give me Sometimes. one. Just make it happen. You know, to me, for, this, for Kyle Shanahan to be successful, right, for next year, just have back-to-back winning seasons. And make sure Trey, you know, cracks four thousand yards passing, four thousand yards passing, and t- over twenty-five touchdowns passing. I will be a happy fan. I, I mean, I could see it for sure. And and this is the thing. So I got, I was watching that Texas game, and this is one of the things that I said. Um, I think I was even on. Uh, I think I tweeted on on Jack Hammer's thing because I know he was saying something about uh, that give him the Jimmy offense, give Trey the Jimmy offense. And I was like, look, um, after watching that that Texas play against the Texans was the um it was the bootleg. You remember the bootleg that yeah. he threw to, to Mitchell? Okay, so the thing about that play was there must have been at least two or three motions, I think, on that play before you know, before pre-snap, right? I think it was like two motions before. But then you add Trey's mobility, and I think he did a fake and then he ran. So what I'm excited about is just kind of all the moving parts. Yeah, I mean, we, our offense already have moving parts enough as what you know. We had like the most pre-snap motion like in the yeah. NFL, but then you add someone mobile like Lance, who would just put that pre-motion and all that. You know, all those moving parts like defense is not going to know what the hell to do, honestly. And if Kyle yeah. does, we ride, we only got we only had be. a healthy offense around him that Texas game. He didn't he didn't have a Kittle that that Cardinal yeah. game. But I'm right? saying, I'm, like, I'm not mistaken. You, no, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right on that. But what I'm saying is all just the, the point of all the moving parts, this the misdirections and doing all this, like no one's going to be able to know who the hell to cover and where the hell to go, especially with a mobile quarterback like Lance. So I think that's probably 11 or 11 things. football. And that's the yeah. dream. That's and I think dream. that's probably one of the most things that I'm excited about as far as like Lance getting in there, like a mobile quarterback with a good arm. It's cool. Now, whether Kyle can unleash that, I, I still don't know if Kyle will even use this dude right <laughs> to where he could, you know what I mean? But um, that's one of the things I'm excited about, just the dynamic of the offense, just pre-snap. Because if you get all that shit together, dude, like, trust me, like, no one, everyone's head's going to be fucking spinning, and no one's going to know what to do, and it's just going to open everything up. So that's one of the things I'm really excited about is just the scheme with Lance. If, yeah, 11-on-11 um, I mean, football is exciting because then you have 
you know, you're playing the RPO game, the zone read game. You you have mm-hmm. so many options. Opens up the whole. They have oh, to cover the whole field. Yep. They have to cover the whole extra. field. And this is kind of why I hope they bring in Tyrod Taylor. I hope that would be nice. That would be a good backup for him. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony That's Lynn already has experience with him as yeah. well. Yep. So you you, you want to have this this uh, you you want to to me the skill set. Um, to me, what Kyle Shannon did with the Anthony Lynn thing is showed me as a fan that he's a hundred percent committed to the development of Trey Lance. Yeah, hell yeah. Because that guy is a run game schemer, right? Him and yeah. him Mike McDaniel's are you know the, I, I would say Lynn is probably more experienced because he ran. He was running right? back, so he's a running back, so he he would know what to look for. So I would, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust that Kyle is committed to this fully yeah. with Trey. Now the next question is who is the quarterback coach? Uh, going into this year, and then what do they do as special teams coach? So we'll see how that goes. But I, I look forward to seeing Trey's development throughout the next three, four years. Hopefully, it's a lot longer than three to four years because shit, I'm tired of having every five years of changing a fucking quarterback. Like, let's have this guy be. Mm-hmm. Here. We haven't had an elite quarterback since when? Steve Young. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Jeff was good. Jeff was good for as Jeff long was as he okay. was good. For as long as he was good. He was you know good. I, mean? yeah. I wouldn't even say. We had nobody on that team. level. He was uh, about the par with Jimmy. I I give him a little more than Jimmy. I give him more than Jimmy. Absolutely. Yeah. I give him a little more. Oh, than no, Jimmy. He, he was a, he was a tight end. He threw them picks dude. too, though, against yeah. the Packers. Yeah, but he wasn't afraid to take picks. off out the pocket when he needed to. You know what I mean? And he, mm-hmm. he I did like that. I like the mobility. Better. He could read a lot That's better than Jimmy could. Jeff Jeff gets all the love for me because of that Giants playoff game. Oh See, that's another thing about. Look uh, at the scoreboard. I have that game on tape. You know that anyone wants that game, I have it on tape. That's some fucking <laughs> VHS. You know, right. So, so hold on, real quick here, real quick. Let me just. Uh, I just want to say sorry. We can't get to all these comments. It's hard with a panel of five tonight. How, Everybody's how got some takes. Yeah, Javi got it. Javi got it popping like, up in here. He's like three yeah, or four. He's getting like fucking hundred people. Usually we get to everything, but yeah, it's just everybody got takes tonight. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe too. Oh it's yeah, make sure you like and subscribe. Yeah, One yeah, quick comment: you, Fuck the Rams. Like, I agree. Like, hit the like button. The like button helps the algorithms. Helps y'all out. Yeah, yeah. Help. definitely hit the like button. Right, hit every yeah. every button that you see on yes. our fucking YouTube. Just hit that. Don't shit. hit. Don't hit the dislike. Don't hit unsubscribe. Yeah. yeah. Don't hit yeah. that. Don't, don't hit yeah. dislike. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> don't hit the unsubscribe. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys want to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl for, before we get out of here, or do you want to keep going some more? Or we'll, no, I'll leave good. it up to y'all. No, I got I to gotta get out of here because I'm, I'm dedicated to the show, but I got to run on three hours of sleep. And like I said, I only came on because Javi was on here, and I had to show my respect. <laughs> and, so you had to show your, and you had to show your face because you couldn't be ducking all two weeks. Shows how much, shows how much he really thinks about the rest of us. Yeah, that's what yeah. I say. Yeah, oh, yeah, screw you guys. I'm tired of you guys. Fuck you, all, man. This is the. <laughs> He's like Nip told me about Nip told me about Jimmy G fifty times this year. Yeah, <laughs> look, I don't look honestly. I if you, you, if you, he was in my comments on my podcast, I was like, I was like, I know who this guy is right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hide, Womack. We know exactly nah, who the fuck you. You are. know who I am for sure. <laughs> I would like to say this. I don't know if we would have maybe maybe not gotten the championship with Lance, but you know whatever. I'm happy for the ride now. Like I, I think we can all say that we're happy that they got there. You know what I'm saying? After the way yeah. no look, no Hell. no one expected us to be there. They thought we was we all did. the last game against the we did, but I mean we in general, nobody, so. I didn't. I did, <laughs> I did not. Look, we <laughs> we're, we're couch to GMs, the halfway couch GMs. Yeah. We weren't supposed to beat the Cowboys. We definitely weren't supposed, oh, we were to, beat supposed to beat the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. We beat the Cowboys. I think we should have been the the you know, the greater 
community was looking down. Number yeah. one offense. The rest of the nation. I, I, I cashed out on some of those. I'm going to say uh, those bank on the points spreads. I put a you thousand dollars on the money line. Did you, you seen? I put the money line on both them games. Uh, one little something nice. A couple change. parlays. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. That was easy yeah. money. Those, those, that Packers yeah, game. That was the Packers game and the Cowboys game was easy money. Yeah, me and wifey went and got something. Uh, uh, you lying if you weren't nervous. Oh hell yeah. Oh okay, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was definitely nervous. Was but but, but when, 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 I, when I when I see those lines, I was like, this, Oh yeah, the lines the lines are good. I was like, I don't even want the points. I don't need the points. I, I'll take the I'll take the money line on these two. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sel. So, what yeah. were you saying? Me and Mo- me and wifey went and got something to eat up in Oakland. At uh, Brenda's and uh, our server, it was you know some kid. He was from actually from Cleveland, but he was a Niner fan, and he was like he saw us come in with our shit on, you know. What I mean, oh, you got Niner out. Love you guys, man. I, I loved you guys since I was in Cleveland, you know. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, you're not a dog, you're not a dog pound kind of guy. He was like, why would I be? I'm not into you know. What I mean, you know. What I mean, you know, hurting myself and shit. You know what I mean? It's something like that. I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was a pretty damn funny one. But he had ended up putting 500 on the uh, on the Packer game. You know what, nice. what I mean? So. Yeah, we had a lot, of, a lot, a lot of happy people out there. And I said we had that shit against Rogers. We had that mystique on beating Rogers. Y'all didn't want to believe me, dude. You can't beat. I mean, you him said that when we lost them. What you talking about? You said that week three. Yeah, but we got that on had. tape too, buddy. But look what he had to do in week three. He had to freaking pull off a miracle to fucking beat us. We had that game. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. a miracle. It was just bad defensive scheme. All right, well, man, you gotta go to sleep. Buddy. Go to yeah, sleep. Go yeah, to sleep. Yeah, I'll see y'all. Good night. Th- thanks for showing us love, Javi. Yeah, of course. Um, GDB's for life. I'm out of here. Well, I got G- kids sleeping, man. I can't be wild. CTFO. <laughs> 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 oh All right, y'all. Peace out. Good night. At least he showed up. I had a question for one of the um, – one of the um, – I can't remember. I think it was The Athletic or somebody that floated it out there, but I read it earlier. Um, so, trying to link us to Aaron. Do you think that's even feasible? What would we offer? Uh, yeah, I didn't even know what it was. But it was aside from Bosa, I don't think we have anything they they'd want. They would yeah, probably I can't remember what the package was, but somebody floated it out there. You have Lance would probably be involved. Like you'd have to give up Lance, you'd right? Have to give up some picks. Um, but it, to me, it's not feasible because. I think it's, it's not feasible more so because the Packers dead cap money. It's like yeah, what's million. what's he do to make? What's it's what's like Rogers do? million dead cap if they traded him? Mm. So I don't think he's leaving Green Bay. Now if he leaves Green Bay, neither. The only place the only Hillbilly. place that Pittsburgh Broncos. Yeah, Raiders. now the, with Pittsburgh, when is Pittsburgh known to be that aggressive to do something like that? That's just not their nature. Denver. <laughs> On the other hand, is the one that probably make a lot of sense because you can give up two first round picks, Jerry Judy, Nick Chubb, and probably probably breaks even. Um, That's where old QBs go to die too. They just and then and then yeah, maybe Eric Stokes because Eric Stokes is probably the best corner in this rookie class that came out last year. Um, But yeah, I I just don't I don't see the Niners finding a way to get Aaron Rodgers. If they wanted to do it, they should have did it last year. They tried, they, right? Yeah, they yeah it didn't work out. The Packers yeah. shot it down because they're not going to trade him in conference to us. They, yeah. they would make no sense to that's, them. That's yeah. ship him, ship him to AFC. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's Lafleur career suicide and Gutekind's like, yeah, let's go shame, ship him to, Jim, to Kyle Shanahan. By the way, the guy who kicked our ass fucking four times. No, why? No, it doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> yeah. I would love it. The NFL. How like, would he get gone in the first place? It's the only way he's out is on a trade. 
That's it. They, they, they supposedly made a deal with him that they would they would try to get him a trade after he played for him this year. This that's season, what I yeah. my understanding of it. That's what I, heard, I thought he yeah, could force his way out. I thought he could force. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, really I think it was kind of a mutual deal. They kind of he kind of agreed to stop bullshitting in the offseason yeah. this year coming in, and they would get him a a, yeah. a proper yeah. send off to a team. I, I don't think they would give him his choice of team, but I think they would let him go to the AFC. I, I don't think he's I going NFC. AFC. I don't. I don't see any way he goes to an NFC team. That makes mm-hmm. no sense. Brady, mm-hmm. on the other hand, could that could happen because yeah. he's older. Yeah. I don't know. I just would be a shit haul of draft picks that could get that Aaron done. Thing, but they would definitely hurt their own hurt yeah. their own cause by keeping them in the conference. Aaron Rodgers' dead cap is twenty seven point eight million dollars. That's more than what we owe Jimmy. Period. No, Correct. it's about the same, right? Twenty eight. No, no twenty six. 26, 27, somewhere that, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible if we traded Jimmy, we could do it, but we don't have anything to offer back is the thing. Yeah. And and then it goes back to the interconference, and we just faced him yeah. in the playoffs a couple years in a row. Yeah. That's, I, I would never – I never thought it was really truly possible, but it, it sounded like, you know, shit, I mean, if quarterbacks should do whatever the hell they want nowadays, is pretty much force themselves out of wherever the hell they want. Yeah. You know? And then the, so, other, the other part is you have – the twenty-seven million dollars in negative, it'd be negative money for for the backers. Then you gotta add Jimmy's twenty-six or whatever yeah, they do. Right. Exactly. But I would Lafleur about like a sign and trade. Well, like the question becomes, why would Lafleur take Jimmy Garoppolo when he just had Aaron Rodgers? Exactly. That's like going from a that's going from a Maserati to I, I would take I would take Love over Jimmy right now to Dan Prius. I don't know. I don't even think Love's any any good. So that's another this question here. Um, has a little weight right. to it. What do you guys think of the Murray thing when he pulled Cardinals up off of their off of his uh, Instagram and all that? Posture. Yeah, that 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 team's a mess. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think it's more posture. He's trying to get some money. Yeah, part of it. There were some comments said during the season from Larry Fitzgerald and Carson Palmer mm. about Kyler Murray and his maturity, Kyler Murray and his ability as a leader and. Kyler, uh, Carson Palmer and Fitzgerald basically said Kyler's not a franchise quarterback. So that could be part of the issue, right? And then we saw the collapse of them back on the back end of the season. Were they one and six to finish the season? Yeah. Like that? Yeah, yeah. Like, but they did lose uh, Hopkins for a lot of those games, I will say. That's true. But even even when they got him back, they didn't they they weren't playing good football. And part of that is Clint yeah. Cliff's pretty bad. Um but I, I never got real I was never into the hype of Kyler Murray. Like, bro, he's five nine. He's not going to be able to last a full 17-game season. He's he another year, But he's, he gets so banged up, and you can see it. Like, he's hurting from something. Like, I think he broke his ribs this year, right? And then he had a shoulder issue. Like, he's going to continuously get banged up and banged up. And his ankle, yeah. He's not always the most accurate dude either. Yeah, if I'm Tampa and you're going to get rid of Tom or Tom's not coming back, just, yeah. just call on Kyler and have two years of him while you kind of readjust. Like, I would do that. Like, I don't – do you think the issue with him sometimes also beyond the uh, injuries is the fact that he knows that he could go right over to MLB and have a career and get signed? I, I don't think that's I lived in Oklahoma. I lived in Oklahoma, for, I lived in Oklahoma for seven years. Right. This notion that he was like some high-powered baseball player mm. is not really that true. Like he was a – he's like a – he's a really good base runner. Like that was it, obviously because he fucking – And he's hella fast. What was yeah, he a shortstop? He was a shortstop, right? Yeah, he played shortstop. Like yeah. he wasn't—he wasn't the greatest defensive player. He had a decent bat, but he would—you know—he's a really good base runner. So that was yeah, his value. Speed, speed, but right? if you—if you watch baseball, like the guys that come out of college, right? They go through Double A, then Triple A, right? And then mm-hmm. they're gonna sit there for fucking two, three years. Then they gotta deal with arbitration. 
Before you know, he's not making any money. Right. Like, like, like I'm a Yankees fan, right? Look at Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge hasn't been paid yet. Like, he's been league fucking seven years. So I just don't. I don't think he. I don't think he'd go back to baseball. I don't think he'd go to baseball. Period. I think he would just. I think. He, I think he's just gonna flame out of the NFL. Like I think he'll. I think he has. He, you know, depending on the situation, he can go into the right spot and make things happen. But I think it's it's fair to say that Cliff Kingsbury isn't very good, and that Kyler um, needs a better system. Like you can run air raid all you want, but if you're gonna run air raid, you're gonna, you're asking your guy to take a lot of hits too. He took a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. Get him into something that is three, four, five step drops. Get the ball out of his hands quickly. Don't let him get. Don't let him get hit as much. Maybe mm-hmm. stop running him so often. Like those things need to change for a guy like Kyler Murray. Like, bro, he's five fucking ten. He's like one ninety five. I don't think he's that. I think he's like five generous. eight. And that's generous, exactly, because we yeah. know that you get the NFL inch. You know, what I'm saying at the combine a lot of times. And that pick he threw against the Rams, one of the worst picks I've ever seen. That little sidearm toss bullshit. Oh, at the one yard line. Yeah, <laughs> what was that, dude? At the five. Yeah, and you know, and I think the the great GM here at the he said Kingsbury had Mahomes in college, and he still struggled. Part of that is too Big Twelve football. Texas Tech can't compete with Texas or OU, but even still, never has. Never has you know, yeah. You know, you just can't you can't win in that conference when you don't have the recruiting either. But mm-hmm. in the NFL, you can see, <laughs> you know, had like like let's just say let's. Think about it. look. They think about twenty nineteen, the two Niner games against Arizona. Like the Niners were up. Niners were it's a close game on Halloween. Kyle oh, yeah, yeah. right, and then the Niners were down sixteen to nothing. Niners came back and won that game. Like Cliff's just not a good coach. I think we have to have that conversation. Not we, but the league needs to have that conversation mm-hmm. that this guy may not be really good. So, yeah, he has like a. Uh... I think the last five seasons with him and being Arizona and in at Texas Tech, I believe the record for the last seven or eight games were like one in six, one in seven, back those straight five years. So he doesn't know how to close the seasons and when he was at Texas Tech and and now Arizona. So I think that's that too. He straight sucks. Right. <laughs> Track record shows it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Anything else we want to get to? Just maybe a, just a quick pick. Uh, what you got in the Super Bowl? No. Just, yeah, just, sure. I I'd say uh, I say the Rams. You going they Rams? Cover. They covered by four too. I think. I'm gonna take Bengals. Uh, I think it's minus four. I think the, I think the Bengals offense can score on the Rams. Uh, they got two two good receivers, three good receivers. You got Boyd too, uh, and Uzma is he appears to be healthy enough to play. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, with Mixon. They, they stay committed to the running game, even if they get down. They did it against the Chiefs. Uh, they were down both games, and they beat, beat the Chiefs both times. Mm-hmm. Uh, defense ain't great, but I think they have enough to, to shoot it out. They have the offensive weaponry to be able to shoot it out with the Rams and still stay committed enough to the run. Would it even be an upset that much? It wouldn't be that big of an upset. The, mm-hmm. There's sure. not that huge of a gap. The big difference is the Rams have the home field advantage. Um but right now, who would you take a quarterback? Would you take Burrow or would you take uh, Stafford? Burrow I think I might take Burrow. All day. I mean, if you look at their stats this season, I think Burrow I has, still, as far as picks and uh, picks and TDs, I think Burrow might have the slight edge, no? I think Stafford does. You think so? I, still, I would still take Stafford. Yeah. You would take Stafford? You like that fit? Yeah. Stafford is Stafford just a little bit more physically gifted. At, at the end of the day, like I mean, I could think, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, Burrow's still in what two year two and coming yeah, from Burrow, that Burrow's injury, still, yeah, yeah, he's he's in the, yeah, 
Yeah. It's be good, I, but I, if I like for one game, I would probably take Stafford. Yeah. But I'm, I would, I'm I'm leaning Bengals in this game because I don't trust Raheem Morris to have two really good solid defensive efforts. Mm-hmm. Right, and 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 then I don't think home field advantage is actually a thing here. I think this might be a disadvantage for the Rams. Uh, LA, that is true too. I've seen that the, the rallies home, right? Like, and it's not even not even, not even the fan stuff. I'm talking about like the players. Like you don't, hit, it's just you're treating it like a regular home game. The the Bengals are treating it like the Super Bowl. They're leaving <laughs> Maddie. They have to. Uh, they got to go go practice in L.A. They're on a different schedule. They're away from their distractions. Whereas these guys in L.A., they're L.A. is a distraction. You got all your family in town. Family staying with you because it's local. Right. Yeah. All this, all these other distractions around you. I think, I think the Bengals might pull this out. I think they might pull it out by six plus. Uh, the great GM uh, JM says this. Um, I just want to say he's taking the Rams, but and he's saying that the Titans. They gave a bunch of sacks to the Titans, and what do you think, Von Miller, Aaron Donald? True, but but if you look at the Bengals' record, go back and look. They they actually have the better resume. They beat the Chiefs twice. Who have the Rams really beat? They beat us, but they lost to us twice. Uh, they beat the Cardinals, who were kind of like flash in the pan. Um, they beat Tampa Bay at the beginning of the Tampa year. Tampa was a little overrated coming uh, off the Super Bowl. Uh, Let's not also forget that they won that game. He got sacked nine times, but they won that game. So Good point. Yeah, uh, that was the reason because they uh, since he started uh, three and start putting everybody back, and uh, that's what was fucking up Mahomes. But I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I looked at the I looked at the Bengals record a couple weeks ago, and I, I was like pretty impressed. They had some pretty solid, and they played us really good as well. Um, so I think I think the Bengals are fucking legit, man. I mean, me and Leo talked about it. We 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 said they would be dangerous this year. Uh, I didn't say they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but I said they're a team to be they're on the, the lookout for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Burrow. somebody said I don't know if it was either Cello or Womack said it was a year away. Um, I think it was Womack. I said, I, I said a year or two away. A maybe year or two even, away. Yeah, yeah. yeah that made playoffs. that made sense. Yeah. But you see that there, you know, Burrow is getting it done, and and they drafted perfectly. You get a, a franchise QB, you get them weapons. They got Jamar Chase. They got T. Higgins. They already had uh, Tyler Boyd. They got the tight end. They already had Mixon. Now they need to work on O line next year. If they get O line, oh, yeah. they're gonna be oh, yeah. they're gonna be scary. Yeah. They get some O line, but yeah, for this game, I think they could stay away from Jalen Ramsey, and I think they could exploit the exploit the other side of the field, and they can run on the Rams. The Rams we've shown you can run on the Rams. Mm-hmm. You you can, especially with Burrow. They're not going to be able to load the box like they do with us. Because if yep. they do that, Jamar Chase going over the top all day. Nope. They, got, they, they know how to run their, their scheme. Um, Burrow right now would be even more of a beast of a man had he not lost that year from the injury. Yeah. Um, I got to say that I think that really focused him and locked him in to being a better quarterback and to develop <clears throat> better this year. Um. I, I mean, you know, this is, this is very difficult for me to be, <laughs> you know, man. I, you look, put it this way, you don't want to lose to the runner-up. You know what I'm saying? That's not what you want to lose to. You want to lose to the champ. You want to lose to anybody. You want to lose to the champ. Let's be honest, because that's the fucking champ. You know what I'm saying? So saying that, it, well, we it, beat them both, I mean, so I don't got no problem with who wins. No, I get you on that, but still, you you know, for all the marbles, you don't want to lose to the runner up because then it just makes you feel like, damn, what could what could have happened had I been in that game? It's the same shit we talk about all the time when we talk sure. about how the Giants and and fucking 
Williams and them fumbles, and you know what I'm saying? We would have ate Brady <laughs> alive in that damn Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So we always it always comes back to that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know, it's because I'm a loyalist and I just can't I can't fucking I don't give a shit. I can't root for the fucking Rams. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Um, I'm definitely gonna go with the Bengals on this one. You know what I mean? I think, you know what I'm saying? We did them a solid. They're going to get up in there, and they're going to get their ring. I think they're going to get their ring. Man, let's be honest, 34-31. Simpsons called it. Simpsons called it, bro. No, that was called. That was BS. They, they, they no, said that shit was fake. That, that's horse shit. That's real. It was there, all right? I don't want to hear nothing <laughs> no, else about it, all right? Don't fuck around uh, with me here. I don't was, give a uh, watching Shut too many up. Stop it. <laughs> let me live with the blue pill, okay? I'm going to let you live with the blue pill, Stella. All right, I'm going to let you live. I think we're going to get a high-scoring game, though, as well. Ooh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. You don't think so? Nah. I don't see it. I think it could be one know. of those like first quarter low scoring, then next three quarters they just blow up. Yeah. Be like, I can haven't had it, we haven't had a Super Bowl under in a while either. I think it's been three or four years. I mean over. Uh so I think I think we're due. I think say we're due 20, for that over. I would say like twenty four to seventeen Rams or something like that. Really? They cover. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Simpsons thirty four, thirty one Bengals. Let's go. Let's go. All right, right home. All right, so I'm the only one taking the, the Rams. All right, and I hate that. I mean, I don't give a fuck. But same old, sorry, yeah. the Rams. You know, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It would have been nice to beat Cincy three times in the Super Bowl, though. That would have been nice. We matched up pretty good against them too. Yeah, been nice. I mean, you seen we beat them in Cincy. I don't think we were at full strength at that point either. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also shot themselves in the foot. I don't know how many times. Mm-hmm. But, we got, you know, we got yeah. real lucky that game. Yeah. So, I, I just you know, hopefully they come with their A game. And uh, they smoke, yeah. you know, they smoke Jalen Ramsey for like 200 yards, you know what I mean, on 10 targets, you know what I'm saying? That would be very beautiful. Um, I don't think they can run that eight in the box against them. Like you said already, Burrow and, and Chase just have too much, you know, they, you know, they're like the greatest one, two punches, you know, out there that, you know what I'm saying? Bringing us back to them old days of you know, Marvin Harrison, Peyton Manning, um, mm-hmm. You know, the rice in Montana. Well, I mean, it's a little early for that, but you know what I mean. You know, it's it's you so it's in that mold. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So that these guys are they, their chemistry is ridiculous. You know, so you know they try to pull that shit. I see a slant down the you know up the sideline, or you know what I mean up in the middle of the field, and then gone. You know, I mean, you know, there's a lot of shit that they can do <clears> to these guys. Because let's be honest, they you know Eric Weddle didn't really do too much since he's been back. Maybe he catches fire. Maybe he just gets smoked. You he know stuffed I mean? us on third and two on that damn Trent play. Yeah, yeah that was some more horse shit, though. You know what I mean? That was. <laughs> I don't know why they had Sheerfield trying to block Weddle, but that's a whole other story. Exactly. But here we go back to the Niners. Yeah, always, always back to the Niners. So I, I don't know. Um, it would be nice to see a whole lot of that going on. You know, what I mean, just a lot of over the top action. Um, you got two guys that could do it though. You know, what I mean, it just might be a pass happy ass game. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, since he might come out and say three-step drop all day, you know what I mean. They might, you know, they might try to do the running gun too. My screen game yeah. to death. And right. I would say that the the I, I think the Chiefs have a better offense than the Rams, and they they took care of them twice. Yeah. They 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 did a number on Mahomes in that second half and the yeah. fo- and the uh, and the overtime. I mean, I've yeah. never yeah. seen him play well since we played him three quarters. Uh, I've never seen him. Seven. It was it was it was a complete one eighty, and that's totally a characteristic of Pat, you know. So uh, you got to give their defense a little bit of props, you know. What I mean, they 
they came to play. And, you know, that's what we always see every year. These like uh, the defense that's completely counted out. It's all offense. And then, boom, they show up for a game. Champions. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So let's hope that works this time around, you know, because it would be so great to to see them walking out of there, you know what I mean, onto the L.A. streets into the middle of Inglewood and, <laughs> you know, Rams just, you know, damn, we had it. You know what I mean? And now we don't. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's Cincinnati's house now, Chief. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, great so GM. Uh, don't forget about my boy Higgins. I'm a big Higgins guy. Yeah, that's right. You're gonna be okay. there too. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to cover him. That's right. That's right. But uh, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Right on, Javi, for uh, right on. for coming Appreciate on. Uh, let him know. Let him know where to find you. All your all your great content. Uh, yeah, you just look look for me on Twitter at, at Javi underscore, and then the the podcast is at Fourth and Gold Podcast. Um, there is an IG page at Fourth and Gold Podcast over there as well. Check us out, man. We got more content coming. I got a lot of draft guys. I got a lot of prospect coming on the show in the next week too. So we'll uh, try to get you as much draft content as possible. Uh, I know there's a lot yeah. of a lot of folks who enjoy that stuff. So it's nice gonna... to have you back. Yeah, I will. I'm shit. As long as I have the time and my work, we've been trying to do this for all the whole season, right, Nip? The whole yeah, season. Yeah, we've been. I think yeah, pretty much so. the whole damn year. Well, it just, took us two know, weeks to get this last episode in, so that's, yeah, you know, we you can't go. even get. That's what I was saying. We have trouble getting our own roster healthy and uh, ready to go. We ain't well, put yeah. together four quarters yet. <laughs> Still got our best shit, but yeah, man, it was it was dope having you on. Uh, Thank great you. insights, Thank you. Uh, great stats, the the experience of the Senior Bowl. That that's always been a dream of mine to go there. Um, shit, I love that shit. I love the draft. Me and Walmack, we are always into the into the draft. Cello too. Uh, I, we've had conversations about drafting, and you know, it's it's one of our things. A lot of the Niner fans, they're rah rah. You know, we have a lot of homers that don't understand the game. So I I love having conversations with Niner fans who are unbiased. You know, yeah. I, I get it. We all want to root for the Niners, but at the same time, like you mentioned, the GMs are heartless. You, you have to look at players through a certain perspective. You have to. It's a business. Yeah, so I got no problem seeing Jimmy walk. A lot of people are heartbroken over it. the females. They love him. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like deuces, exactly. You know, you got to... He helped yeah. us out of a tough spot. You know what I mean? He'll, he'll always have my respect. Exactly. You know what I mean? And uh, that, you know what I mean? But uh, he did always, unfortunately, leave something to be desired. And that's, yeah. that's I think, what his narrative is going to be throughout his, you know, when you think about his history here. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be upfront and be for once say I'm glad we had him because if we didn't you know Mullins and Bethard and you know and fucking Gabbert and you know nah, it was we would have got days. cousins if we didn't have him dark days you know what I'm saying before he got yeah. here you know what I mean we'd end up with cousins if we didn't get Jimmy I mean you know and who knows how that would have worked out you know yeah, what I mean I'm I mean, not saying Bobby either way who knows yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not that's just a what if right there. You know, I, I feel that, but you know what? Javi has his take, and you know, it was hard for me to disagree with that too. You know what I mean? It, it just yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know what I mean? Who knows how things would have worked out? But, but just the hope uh, is the hope is Lance is the guy. That's it. That's all. Let's just hope. You know, yeah. we gave up a king's ransom for the guy, and let's just you know, you know, let's just you know, it's it's nice what could have been, but he left us basically. It's promising though, it's promising. He left us in better shape than what we were before we before exactly. we had so. Exactly. And so he's gonna be my, he's gonna be looked at fondly to a point in exactly. my eye. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Oh, bingo. So, 
Who knows? That's it. That's it. No All irrationality right. here. Well, we'll try to get back on a regular schedule ourselves. We're supposed to go on Tuesdays, right? That's our thing usually. Yeah. Most of the time. Well, after the we're, Super Bowl party, you know. Yeah. We're going to transition a little more to, yeah, to a Warriors little, a little bit. Boxing, we'll, all that. Yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. All that good we stuff. cover everything here. That's what that's we try to keep it one hundred and, and you know we don't fucking act. This is who we are. These are pretty much our conversations, group chat in person when we're watching the game. We just kinda deliver from our fucking hearts, you know. And some people don't like my takes. I don't really give a fuck. Uh I'm not getting paid a dime. <laughs> I'll keep it real. I'm not getting paid a fucking dime. You don't yeah. like my take? It ain't fucking I ain't losing sleep over the shit. Tune into so, somebody else's show. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah no problem. exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean it's it's fun, you know, getting our thoughts out. Um, you know, we're no pros, we're couch GMs, if that, you know. But you know, we have fun. We 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 break shit I, down I, in I our play eyes. Batting, you know what I'm saying? I play batting <laughs> here and there. You know what I'm saying? I know I know little football. But now it was dope to have Avion because he brings yeah. a little a uh, little something we don't really have here. He's a little more uh, professional. So that's that's very, good. I am very measured now. Like I used to be super emotional about the shit, and I'm like, eh, yeah, just measure it. Spend enough time in it, bro. Yeah, yeah. it's dead you to a lot of shit. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So true. There's the, trust me. I was cursing at the TV during the title game, but yeah, we were. <laughs> I calmed myself down. I was like, all right, hold on, relax. Breathe. Breathe. It is what it is. Man, right. I could have won 6,800 if Niners would have went to the Super Bowl. Oh, I would have been Superman. I mean, uh, I mean, I, if the Niners won the Super, but I was gonna hedge, of course. So yeah, I caught it cost me Jimmy cost me a few G, so that's a little bit of a little bit of a hate towards that for little sure. Bias. Yeah, I definitely punched the couch. Uh <laughs> fuck. But yeah, that's that's we'll get to that. We have we have all all off season to talk about this these kind of stories. <laughs> well like Leo said, we're gonna get to some uh, some some hoops, some boxing. We always do movies. Uh March I wanted Madness to get to, March Madness. I wanted to get to the fucking uh, what's it called? Uh not the Mandalorian, Boba Fett. We'll oh, talk that. Next week. Next week. Yeah. Talk that next week. Yeah, some of that shit was pretty sick. But yeah, all right, Javi. I know you got to get out of here. It's later for you than it is for us. So we can get the fuck out of here. Uh, thanks for coming on, Cello. See you next week. Hello. See you next week. Peace check out Javi's uh, fourth and podcast oh, show when you get a yeah. chance, y'all. And check us out. Give us a like, subscribe. We'd appreciate it. And uh, catch y'all next 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 go round. All right, Peace. yo. Late, late, yo. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, Sorry, Jimmy. Womack. Later, Jimmy. <laughs> Later, Jimmy. What the hell is that?